You're listening to Well, I Laughed, part three of Ghosted, the live show. Hello. Hi. You are listening to something that was recorded live in our friend's backyard. Yes, and um, also enjoy this mess of croissants if you're on the YouTube. <laughs> we just recorded Patreon and decided to become a little raccoony. Um, we recorded that live show a couple weeks ago, and the audio, it was a learning experience. So some of the audio was a little worse for wear. What Maya's trying to say is that the audio does not meet her standards for what our usual audio should sound like, uh, but that the next couple episodes are shot back in our studio and will continue to meet yeah. those audio expectations. So if it feels windy at times, it's because at times it was windy. <laughs> And um, if you're sensitive to like clippy audio and stuff like that, or like if you don't love listening to that kind of stuff, you're here for more for like a relaxing kind of vibe. Um, maybe this episode isn't for you, but it is. It is pretty funny. So um, it's a fun episode, mm-hmm. and I think the thing that both you and I have really loved. Mm-hmm at the top of the like list of things that we really enjoyed about it is it gives you guys, the people who've been tuning in to us for the last couple months, a chance to hear directly from so many of the mm-hmm. wonderful people who we talk about. We get yeah. another story from Lee. You get to hear from Lydia and Danny. Tyler makes an appearance on the podcast this episode. And then many of our other beautiful yes. and wonderful friends tell heartwarming, hilarious, and deeply relatable stories. <laughs> yes. And another thing, the audio, we had some issues with the audio equipment. So um, some of the audio will sound okay. It came from these mics. Some of the audio, uh, you'll notice it'll clip in and out um, in like 20 minute segments or so. So if at some point the audio doesn't sound super good, just like skip forward 30 seconds if you like really can't handle it and it might be better audio but that's an explanation of what you're hearing just so you're not like what exactly <laughs> and it's also why as soon as you start listening you're gonna tell we're talking to a lot more people mm-hmm. than just ourselves but, yes. but i love fun. doing it mm-hmm. i love listening to it and we really hope you guys enjoy it too yes and happy halloween also happy halloween okay bye, bye. Um, we want to wish everyone a happy Friday the 13th. Uh, we also would like to be able to say welcome to the first and hopefully not last live show of Well I Laughed. But we don't actually know if we're going to like the audio that we get out of this evening or not. So it might be the first and only live event recording of Well I Laugh. Making history tonight, folks. And that's really exciting. <laughs> I don't think they understand how cringe I am at the start of most of our episodes that you just fully cut out. You're gonna keep going? (laughs) It's usually just Grant talking into space. Like eventually I join in. No, the actual real thing is I show up late, of course, um, and Casey's in the kitchen producing cocktails for us. And then Maya is like plugging things in and testing things. And I am on hinge. Similar to today. And then um, Maya will go, all right. And then I'll look up and then I'll say. Well, are we recording? Oh, are we recording? Oh, I, uh, my, uh, hi, how are you? Let's go. <laughs> and there's a cocktail in front of me and Maya's staring at me like. <laughs> and I was like, great question. My day was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. 
How do you want to start this? Um, do we need to explain what the theme is to everybody? Probably. Okay. So this episode is coming out right before Halloween, which we're super excited about. And when we realized that in, when Maya realized that in August, she was like, we need to do something special. And I was like, special, got it. And then on one of my terrible runs around O'Kane Park, I was like, what if it was special and complicated? I think that's really fun. And now we're here and we chose the theme of ghosted. Because <laughs> Grant's had some trauma that he has unresolved. <laughs> I'm working through it, me and Brene Brown, in it together. Um, I will say this though, <laughs> every single person that we've talked to and we're like, well the theme is ghosted, they've all been like, oh, oh, do I have stories. And then when I asked you to tell stories on our live show, you all go, oh actually no, I don't. <laughs> me, ghosted? Never no, been I'm ghosted a once in my life. I'm a peach, what's that? <laughs> and so um, we are excited for what's going to be kind of a three-part episode within the episode. We're going to start off first with an open mic night, and then we will take an intermission break because we're only really funny if you are cleaning the house or drinking. Um, and then we'll come back and I have a quick ghost story to share. Um, and then there's another intermission and then you have a ghost story to share. And those are the three parts. My last? You can be second. I can finish this off. That's totally fine. <laughs> no, sir. That is my being like, I shouldn't, I don't need to be the, I don't need to be the finisher. You I don't need are the, the one that number. proposed this event, so. <laughs> okay, well then I can go last. <laughs> so, without further ado, are there any fun volunteers in the audience who would like to introduce themselves to our moderately listened to viewer base? They <laughs> 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 have big heads, not huge heads. Not yes, at least. No, They're pretty big hats. It's hard to get hats. It's actually really hard to buy hats. <laughs> so does anyone want to volunteer to share their story first? Lydia, oh frequently mentioned. <laughs> so as Lydia comes up, today we were driving around running errands, and I uh, <laughs> there was a moment, because I'm listening to the episode that we're about to publish, Ahoy, which will be live at this point, and there's a moment in it where I say a really nice thing about Lydia, and it's really weird when she's sitting right <laughs> next to you. I even go, Lydia, if you're listening to this, and Lydia, like, turns her head and stares at me. Uh, it's a lot sweeter when you're not there to see the reaction. Um, so without further ado, Woo! Lydia Wilkie! Woo! Wanna... Am I supposed to sit here? What am I supposed to yes, yeah, please. There's a chair there, honey. <laughs> no, we want you to stand. You can back. also move the chair back or the mic forward or whatever you want. Okay. Good. Listener. Here, I have my merch on for everybody. I love it, thank you. I'm like someone, like my co-host. I thought it was too on the nose. <laughs> what if we were you both? on brand? I only have the sweater because you were thoughtful enough to get me the sweater. Um, and yeah. then I felt like it'd be look weird if we were in uniform. So. All right. Do you want to start with how you're part of the Well I Laughed little multiverse we've got going? I am part of the multiverse, I guess. Um, <laughs> this is my house. home. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love it. So come over anytime. We want to do movies in the backyard. So we are here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I'm telling a ghosted story. I, hope I have so. two of them, Exciting. but they're both incredibly short. We're not asking because um, I haven't dated stories. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, none of them have to do with dating, which is what um, most of them are probably. That's fine. So right. a couple years ago, I was in Seattle trying to um, do my lifelong dream of working in a bakery. Um, so I go to the first interview. They interview me. It goes great. They invite me back for a 
working interview. Oh, so just like a little free labor. I realize that now. <laughs> the first like 17 episodes were like, the, the big takeaway is you need to unionize your workplace. <laughs> we, were, we were a workers rights podcast during strike summer. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So I go to this working interview, crush it. I looked cute. I had my headband on. Um, I like did like the money, the tilt. Like I did, I was like handling cash for that. It makes sense. You were just working. (laughs) That's not an interview. Quick show of hands to all the cashiers out there. Have you ever referred to it as the till ever? (laughs) One hand, two. I worked at a discount super uh, grocery store. We did not call it the till. (laughs) I worked at Gap, so a a little higher up. That feels fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't call me back. (laughs) Not didn't call me back. Literally didn't hear from them. They were literally just getting free labor. That's how they managed their business. Like, it was like one of my favorite bakeries in Seattle. I won't name who. I was like, okay, well now I'm never gonna shop here no again. No free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can't eat their croissants anymore. I, I love that you were ghosted by the bakery. <laughs> of all the places to be ghosted I by. Know. And too, I'm going to say this, and I'm, I'm going to go and say it. Uh, having been friends with Lydia for so long, I've had a chance to see the many different versions of Lydia's dream careers that she's pursued. <laughs> and our senior year of college, Lydia was like, I don't know, I got like these big dreams. Like... I want to run a bakery that's also a flower shop, but then also we do sonograms in the back. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. So it's like they get an ultrasound and then like an Americano. (laughs) Well-rounded business. Your baby's healthy. Here's some caffeine. (laughs) Yes, 100%. Flowers for your table too while you're at it. Uh, so I'm You're having twins, having and we have a two-for-one special on flower <laughs> right now. Triplets will make it even better. Amazing. So then what's your second uh, Second one story? isn't quite as fun, I suppose. Um, I'm working on a lifelong project at Emerson Street. <laughs> Basically never-ending. She Do bought- not recommend buying a house that was built in the 1800s. <laughs> It's going to be fine. So um, it took like a year for us to find an electrician to finally like work on it. And I have the guy. I will say his name. It's Rudy. Rudy, if you're out there. I like, we talked to him. We had proposals. Like it got to the point where like he didn't call me back and I had to Google him to make sure he wasn't dead. (laughs) He's like, nope, we're out. Like can't do it. But didn't tell me. So I'm just assuming. (laughs) Yeah, because the last conversation he was like, cool, I'll go ahead and order these parts. My dad even met him. He's like, these are really hard to get right now. I'm gonna just put the order in now, so that way in three months we can actually start the work. I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't didn't ever show up. Because there's also so many projects happening at that house yeah. that I knew the electric work was supposed to start soon, and then I didn't notice it starting. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I don't, I've never flipped a 100 year old house. And then eventually I was like, so are you guys gonna, or do you just not need to replace the electricity? And you're like, no, listen to this. He fucking dipped us. <laughs> Is this the same time that you like dug the trench? No, that's with the new electrician. <laughs> that's with the new electrician, who we finally hired, and things are going For good. For those of you who didn't know, they dug a trench at 4 a.m. one time in the middle of Denver because the electrician was supposed to come the next morning, and, and it didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> but we had 
snacks. There is a moment where you're swinging a pickaxe at 3 a.m. in the heart of Uptown, and you're like, how did we get here, and what is going on? Just the drunk bystanders walking by in the but, alley. That was fun. Uh, I mean, it still fits into the theme of Ghosted, because the guy that was supposed to dig that trench True. for you did a couple feet and then just disappeared he as well. Like, <laughs> Lydia's favorite thing is like, I know a guy, and it's like, is he from Craigslist? And Lydia's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and now I have them all on my contacts. So. We love She's it. Frugal. We yes. love it. Uh, thank you for thank being you. such a wonderful supporter. Let's give it up for Lydia. <laughs> that was great. We need about 25 more minutes of that. So who's next? <laughs> Anyone want to volunteer? There it is. Yay! <laughs> Um, this is my yes. dear friend Hayden. Um, we're gonna try to remember to only do first names unless you want to be found <laughs> on the internet. Out of everyone Hayden's here, I think you've actually known me the longest. I will take that, Kate. Can Absolutely. I can I share our origin story? Please. Hayden and I, when we were 14 years old, competed <laughs> against each other in original oratory at a speech tournament in Lincoln, Nebraska. So if you think I have a lot of bad opinions now, <laughs> imagine being rewarded for it. <laughs> and Hayden met that version of me that also had hair. I mean, kind of, but like, yeah, kind of, yeah, like hair. And she was like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to be friends with him. And then like a bad rash, it just never go away. <laughs> Did you get an award? Is it coming in the mail? I certainly didn't. She was really good at dramatic interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking about speech awards, yes. If you're asking about, about friendship friend, awards, yeah, for that long. That's really hard to hear. I'll be expecting that award soon, yes. <laughs> Cash that in later. Um, Hayden, in addition to being um, a style fashionista, That's love cute, the though. white corduroy you got going on. Do you want to jump into a story? Do you want to like let the audience know what you do during the day? We'll do a little bit of both. I love it. So I'm a travel nurse and I have found my day way to Denver twice now because I just can't get enough. None of my ghosting stories relate to Denver, but right. when I was talking to friends in preparation for tonight, I did ask like, does anyone remember a time I've been ghosted? Because I haven't been in a relationship since I was like in high school. Right. So there's been many times and <laughs> I just can't sort through them all. I've tried to like seal that up away in a file way back there. Um, and the closest thing that I can even dig up was that I moved to Kansas City in 2019, mm. um, <laughs> right before COVID hit, and um, that was a terrible time to start trying to date anyone. Oh, I thought you were going to say a terrible time to be in Kansas City, and oh, yeah. I was like, no, yeah, was I think that was about a hundred years ago was the it last was time it was time good to, to be, be in Kansas, Kansas City. City. We had just won the Super Bowl. It was great. Oh, okay. And that was like the, not last year, but the first time. Right, right. It was great. Uh, no, so I had started working as a nurse, and I traveled to four different hospitals. And I had also started bumbling because on night shift, there's not always a lot to mm. do. And the older nurses <laughs> love to flip through my bumble. <laughs> they think it's the best thing in the world. Can we actually pause and just comment on that for a second? Absolutely. Your happy coupled friends who support you and let you into your house when someone force makes out with you at the end of a date love to play their favorite game on your phone, which is your dating life. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, can I see your profile? <laughs> can I swipe for you? So is it left or right? And it's just like <laughs> Soul in the wound. They're like, I don't even know how to work this. What do you do? Do you, do you just shout, I'm lonely into it? <laughs> and I've been like waiting through these waters for 10 years. I'm like, I remember Tinder. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, no, what you don't understand is that there's both no one in his photo or you can't tell who he is in his photo. Yeah. Both red flags. <laughs> Tyler, are you listening? <laughs> 
so uh, one of these nights we were going through and I happened to be texting someone at the time from Bumble and he mentioned that he worked at one of the hospitals that I worked for, but he was an admin. He was on day shift. I was never going to run into him. Mm. Convenient. Um, <laughs> and that should have been a red flag then. But I proceeded to talk to him for about two months and every single time we would set up a plan it would fall through Mm. and it was always my fault because i worked nights and i would sleep during the day and he'd be like man i didn't hear from you all day so i made new plans every single time and i was like this is getting a little weird so we were at the hospital he worked at on a night shift around 3 a.m kind of like a boring witching hour where you're either going to fall asleep or things are going to get weird right Right. (laughs) um, one would hope at a children's hospital She's a baby nurse. Does she not know that part? (laughs) So the kids were all asleep. um, Been there, get it. I was like, man, you guys, I I don't know. I haven't heard from him in a couple days. It's kind of weird. He made it seem like it was all my fault. Um, And one of the nurses is like, hey, have you heard of a spy dialer? And I was like, I have no idea what that is. And she's like, put his phone number into this website. Write that down. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) And all of the nurses are like wrapped around the computer behind me. And as I'm typing the digits in (laughs) and the name comes up and it's not his, it's a woman's name. And everyone behind me does a collective gasp and stops talking. And I like turn to look at everyone behind me and I'm like, all right, someone's got to tell me what that was about. And finally someone says, that's a nurse. She she works in the emergency department. Um, she's married to an administrator here. Um, his name's not Blake. Oh. <laughs> so. Wait, wait. She had been using her husband's photos? No, this man had lied about his profile, his name. He was an administrator at the hospital, and his wife worked in the emergency department, and that's how he knew everything about what I did at work, how night shift worked. He was so supportive of you know, like my sleep schedule and how I have to live my life. Yeah, because his wife did night shifts in the ED, emergency room. Um, so so uh, you <laughs> you met his wife? Did you ever meet? Did you ever I run did into not. each other? They said she was a, a scary, scary human. Um, <laughs> and I called him that next morning and I said, hey, like, jig is up. We know who she is. Right. We looked it all up. One of my um, coworkers looked up her home on white pages and like Zillowed it. And I was like, yep, all of these photos that he has sent, that's the bathroom, that's the master bath, that's the bedroom. I oh, love yeah. Zillow so Tracks, much. T's crossed, I's dotted, that is him. They have three children. So did, so on the phone call with him, mm-hmm. does he like confess to anything? What happened? He What's... did. He did eventually confess. He wanted to know how I figured it out. And then he was just like, yeah, man, I don't know. It's not really working out with her. So like just maintained that he was doing nothing wrong. It wasn't going to, you know, ruffle any feathers at home. And I was like, interesting. Should I walk back into the emergency department? <laughs> no. uh, and then if you want to call that ghosting, that was the last time we talked. I, so, yeah, I think yeah. the entire experience. Experience is ghosting. Maya's always better at this phrase than I am, but it's like men will literally ruin an entire hospital. Instead of going to therapy. So did you like unmatch or like how much longer did you see? Because it's fun to kind of see if they update their photo.
photos if they finally get that grad degree, you know? Like you can... <laughs> I can promise you he wasn't pursuing much. <laughs> okay. uh, outside of the dating app. Correct, yeah, correct, okay, yes. Okay, yeah. Besides maybe a fourth child, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. For that child's sake, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> Blake, no wherever you're at. Fuck off. <laughs> we love it. Yay. Give a round of applause. <laughs> Woo! Casey, you gave me a meaningful look at a certain point in Hayden's story, and I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I love also, I know this is like, again, mostly an audio format, but Casey could not be more in the corner of this backyard. And he's like even curled into <laughs> yes. himself in the corner. <laughs> when Jacob and Lydia eventually get chickens, because they're those kind of white millennials, it'll be where Casey is sitting at <laughs> right now in the yard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Casey, Casey, come on up, Casey. I gave a little like tangent yeah. to like let him emotionally prepare. Yeah, he figured it out. Casey is the only Patreon subscriber in this backyard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is his first nomination, first time speaking. <laughs> his first nomination. <laughs> That's so the real problem with this is uh, All right, children. I came I Tyler. came not prepared for this. I came prepared to sit in my corner, uh, huddled up. <laughs> like you like, tell the people how like you a small penguin. <laughs> Multiverse. <laughs> uh, I, I am the ghost third member of this podcast. 100%. No, that's Tyler. You're that's on the Tyler. Mic. Oh, well. <laughs> we haven't gotten him a mic yet, but sometimes if it's taking a while to get our cocktails, we'll kind of get started, and you can hear him chime in from the kitchen. We're actually just going to leave it up in the office, and then as these two are cackling, I can, I can occasionally just pitch in. Right. Great. Sometimes when Casey needs something, you'll see his feet at the top <laughs> of the stairs. Like a child? Yes. Because <laughs> I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've, gotten, I've gotten pretty good about telling when they're gonna finish, and so when it when it gets to like last 10, 15 minutes, I usually go sit at the top of the stairs. It was two or three podcasts ago. I was sitting at the top of the stairs, but I had a hat on and really dark clothes, and neither of our dogs recognized me, and they went belligerent. <laughs> I love that during the fun part of all the episodes, you're doing your own thing upstairs. And then in the last 10 minutes when we're like, and that's what we just haven't understood about sexism in this country and is like, the way it is. Food is really hard to like cope with. We've both struggled you know? with that. And then there's this Casey at the top <laughs> waiting for mom and dad to check if Santa came or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like the bartender waiting to come serve you more drinks. <laughs> it's more um, How were you ghosted? Oh, my, Maya ghosted me quite a few times. <laughs> um, Maya and I met at a college bar. Wait, hold on. So you you weren't a hospital administrator no, when you met actually, Maya? <laughs> actually, I was a hospital patient. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, so Maya and I met, and then she misspelled her name in my phone. Drunk. It was a bar. Do you remember how you spelled it? Nope. I actually don't either. I deleted okay, those well, texts. Okay, well, excellent. Moving on. I, I misspelled Maya's name by accident in a couple Patreon uh, messages, and she wanted to let everyone know. But then what did she do? Uh, she said she was like, well, I can't believe Grant misspelled me name. <laughs> And then, like, three episodes later, she did a whole episode on pirates. So you tell me if it was a coincidence or I'm not. I'm manifesting. <laughs> okay, so hold on. So you meet in a bar. So we meet in a bar. Maya uh, knows of me through a friend, and she walks up to me, 
um, and says hi, does the whole greet, meet and greet thingy, asks to put her name in my phone, misspells it. And then the next day, I'm, of course, texting her because... <laughs> Again, <laughs> audio podcast. Right. I get it. I get it. No, we, I'm funny. She's pretty. We've laid this out in episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much more important. <laughs> <laughs> but so we, I start texting her, of course, and set up a date. Oh, last minute. I can't, I can't go. Another date. Oh, last minute. I can't go. You know, I can't. <laughs> Another date. Can't go. I don't know. I just had something come These up. Were my all dog. The same day. That I was like, oops. These were like three different dates. Yeah. It was like a month. I know, but all on the same day. But if you've ever, if you've ever met me, we I have, have <laughs> I have no game, none. Or self-respect is what it sounds. <laughs> no one's gonna listen. Listen, I'm I'm speaking to everyone except the two people happily together right now. Four. Sorry, I forget two of you were up here. Wait, hold on. One, two. No, I count real quick. Uh, listen, when you propose a date and they say no, if they don't, then propose another date. Shut it down. Shut it down. Pack it up. Go on a run. Okay. Uh, you done goofed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you didn't know that, and that's so sweet. I love that. <laughs> you know, I've always heard that some people keep something on the back burner. I don't have a stove. <laughs> I just, it's just all out here. <laughs> um, Casey has. I got asked one time if I was like ever worried that Casey was going to cheat on me, and I don't know if the question was genuine or not. But my gut response was. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> There's another time a friend of a friend was hitting on Casey in front of me, and I was pissed the entire night. Yes. The next day, I was like, did you realize that so-and-so was hitting on you? And he was like, oh. <laughs> it would be nice. I just thought they were really into mechanical engineering. <laughs> she was also an engineer. Again, I've said this People before. People don't usually hold conversations with me for that long. <laughs> <laughs> when you advertise yourselves like that. No, my brother still remembers you because you touched, you talked HVAC systems with him at a party. And when I go to a party, there's like nice meat and cheeses, gay men and straight women. And so my and, brother's and like, there was another person there. <laughs> and we talked engineering for like 45 minutes. Anyway, Anyways, yeah. What, so, now, so <laughs> Wait, hold on. But what's, what's the, just tell us a little bit between the you saying no many times and Casey not getting the hint and you both being, well, mainly you, being on stage now, Casey. Yeah, what was yeah, that my, bridge? I was going through a hoe phase, I think. <laughs> One of my friends, the reason I knew of Casey was that my friend was like, you should hook up with my hot neighbor. <laughs> Casey was said hot neighbor. <laughs> um, the picture I got shown of Casey looks nothing like this. To be fair, I did take it. I got <laughs> Um But anyway, I think I think somewhere in the back of my head, I was like, if I start dating this guy, I'm not going to be able to like fuck around and find out anymore. Mm. And so, I don't know. I, I, I did have reasons. They weren't valid. But. <laughs> Again, I wasn't going anywhere. To the seven gay people listening to this right now, <laughs> this is when you don't hook up, but you don't unmatch each other, and you, you keep put? liking each other's Instagram stories for seven months, because you just hate to close the door, you See, know? Had <laughs> she had a back burner. Are you listening? <laughs> oh, I looked directly at Danny when oh, I said all of that. I was, yeah. I, I was like, when's and fall break for that one university? <laughs> no, last thing I'll say before we let you 
because like, you're kind of squirming. Uh, before we let you go back to <laughs> oh, you mean you, you, put, you put me on the spot? It's really fun when people are nervous to be like, are you nervous? Uh, <laughs> always, thing I'll actually, say, always. <laughs> I've said this before, and this is another prime example where I will look at them and I'll go, sometimes your guys' love, it's just... Wow, you know, <laughs> and it's almost always it's like really sweet, but sometimes it's like how. <laughs> sometimes the wow is actually just a shortened of how. <laughs> so maybe a go away. I think it's a round of applause. Yeah. I think oh. that's what that is. We love it. We love it. Do we have one? We have a volunteer. Don't say his name. No one clap. I'm kidding. <laughs> What we were doing when you asked me if you could do it, okay, No. No. Hey, dear guest, uh, do you want to tell everyone you don't know me. I don't know what your is. name is? My Just name? first name. Yeah, what's your My name, name is Bella Hadid. Okay, you have to be a lot closer to the mic. He's so new to this. And also a lot louder this. for the people that fine. are Fine, 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 fine. So my name is Tyler. It's Tyler! <laughs> I am part of the cinematic universe too, I guess. I think my reputation has preceded me. But I came up here to actually go back to your first Oh, like, I'm sorry. We weren't ready for you to jump in yet. Not. No, one no second. I have stories. I have stories. I have we stories. actually talked about this because there was this big mystery of like, why were they so obsessed with Tyler at the beginning, right? Like, we have a lot of really interesting friends and we we're thrilled that you're here. Uh, but I was like, why is it Tyler? And then we realized all the people we were talking about were people we were doing things with. <laughs> and then anytime we mentioned Tyler, we were like, oh, that terrible thing you just said, that reminds me of a thing Tyler did once. <laughs> Because you were in Europe, so there wasn't any immediate stories, so it was just a highlight reel so of your worst things. moments. Hit children? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you... Did you speed up? <laughs> Dear listener, we were on the Autobahn. <laughs> Dear listener. No, not the Autobahn. No, 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 no. No, no, we were on the Autobahn, and Tyler was driving for the first time in two years, and I was terrified, so I was reading a book. And then I felt us... I felt my, my body felt us cross six lanes at once. And also, it's the Autobahn, so there's no speed limit. So just go ahead and guess. What a gay man is driving. And I look up, and when I look up, all I see is the divider between the interstate and the off-ramp. And so I look up from my book and just instinctually go, and I'm sorry for this, but I go, <laughs> Which means now, if I were to ever die in a car accident, I'm also going to be covered in vomit. I'm a much safer driver now. Um, and then we pull into this town. We pull into this town, and again, I'm like, I can't, I can't watch a single thing that's about to happen. And we, like, slow down, because, again, it's a town. And then um, Maya goes, oh, are those children? And then I felt my like my back hit the seat. And I look up and I go, did we speed up? Like, I might be on break vacation from teaching, but I don't want to run them over. <laughs> like a yellow line. We are in the birthplace of pedestrian, like, walk-friendly cities, and Tyler's over here like, think I can clip him? (laughs) 100 points each. (laughs) Anyways, then we got to the Airbnb, and his German wasn't helpful, so I'm glad we brought him along. (laughs) Did you have a story? You I do. To no, the I theme's have a story. ghosted. The theme's ghosted. <laughs> as if. 
Um, no, but actually, I wanted to finish up. I okay. wanted to finish up on the Casey story. Do you not remember where we were? I have a memory of what's happened when Casey and I first started dating and you and I went out. Yeah, so, well, we're going to go back a little bit farther. You remember when we were sitting in the RTD parking lot? And Maya and I had just gotten out of long relationships, right? And we're sitting there and we're like, oh my god, wasn't he horrible to us? <laughs> he was so bad for you. Yes, I agree. And we're both sitting there like crying in a parking lot. If it makes you feel better, listener, Tyler talked about this relationship this morning you don't even on a high know hike which with name me. I'm gonna bring up yet. <laughs> I have a good idea. I have a really there are good three idea. To choose from. <laughs> there are three to choose from. Not a big match. It's so we were sitting there and I just like remember distinctly the exact photo she's talking about when she was like, This looks nothing like him because we on a Tuesday went to this little place called Cannonball Brewing. No free advertising, but it's a good brewery. And <laughs> We went there on that, like, Tuesday night, right? And Maya's like, so I met this boy. This is what he looks like. Model. Steely blue eyes. Black and white photo. The lighting dramatic. Right? And I was like, would you look at him? And I think you guys had just gone on your first date where you took pictures of each other? Like, there was, like, a photo shoot. Hot again. Right? (laughs) Because he's also a photographer. He might do weddings. Ask him. (laughs) And so she's sitting there. She's like, she's like, honestly? Should I call him my boyfriend? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I don't know if this is before or after she goes to him. I do remember this. No, I remember this. We went on a first date already at that point. It was. It was after. I Wait, this. did you ask Casey or did Casey ask you? Who who asked you? I gave I, him my contact information. I assume <laughs> Casey spelled out in cheese with like a little baby bell at the end. <laughs> date me. At the bottom of the exclamation point. <laughs> I think this was after me and Casey had started dating because mm. you and I were both unhappy with our past relationships and we're still getting over them. So we were both crying over our exes and Casey at some point, like we went over to his house yes. and you played caps with him. I remember that. We were like, moment. do you ever, you, I think you asked him, you were like, are you jealous that we're, that she's talking about her ex or something like that? Yeah. We, we did talk about our exes a lot. This is going to shock no one who's listened to any second of this podcast. You don't bring people around Tyler until you're really sure about that person. <laughs> <laughs> until you've established it's communication. Listen, until you've had that phone or that conversation driving away from an event where it's like quiet as you pull out of the parking lot and then someone goes, so. (laughs) Don't you dare. I will strangle strangle you to death. (laughs) And that's been Tyler, everybody. Round of applause. Do you have a story? I did, but I should go. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing useful on here. Actually, it's so, like, <laughs> true to your legacy on this podcast that this would be all you said. Share your fucking story. Wait, one more. Do you remember who I was? No, no, no more. No okay, more. Okay, okay, okay. I have my story. So, I was sitting there in France. And let me tell you, the French are mean. <laughs> Probably the meanest in Europe. And I had went and hung out with this German guy in French because the, the Germans are quite nice, actually. And we had started this little, like, climbing group together where it was me, my friend Michael, the German. I met him on Grindr. No more details. And then, <laughs> and then our other friend, Valentin, who seemed gay, was not. We checked. And then there was this other guy. That is actually how you have to do it, though. You're like, what? That's how Tyler has Listen, to Listen, every time Jacob gets checked, I get a free gin and tonic. <laughs> I still get one free ride. <laughs> and I haven't cashed in yet. But it's with your Coles cash and your Bed Bath and Beyond coupons. <laughs> and so. There's a snort in the audience, and I'm obsessed. <laughs> 
it's so um, randomly this other guy like comes and starts climbing with us because he's hitting on Valentin. Valentin, wrong tree, right? <laughs> the straight one. And and at one point, Michael and I like talk about grinder for a second, how terrible it is, because really. It's where you go to need therapy. <laughs> yes. So afterwards, we're walking out, and he's like, why were you talking about Grindr? And I was like, we're gay. And then I, he goes, I am also gay. And I go, interesting. And he goes, these are expensive Japanese <laughs> No one else has watched know, Caleb Gallo know, but you and me and, so and like anyway, Trixie. And so anyway, we start making these like internal jokes and he's like, he's like, okay, Americans. Who is he? Give us a name. His name's Pharaoh okay. or Fawa if you want to say it French. Right. Kind of weird. Calm down. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll say Pharaoh spelt the way you think it is with a P and an H. And so we started making this. I had no, no idea. No, you guys. My, my, Egypt, my like favorite Egypt. part about spelled the way you think it is and then he spells it for you, <laughs> saving no time on either end. My favorite part is that spell the way you think it is, and everyone in the audience collectively went, uh, I don't know. What? Never <laughs> once met a person named that. And so we started just making this joke because apparently Americans are very non-confrontational. We don't like to set real plans. We'll say, I'm going to go do this thing. You can come if you want. Like, no pressure. We just right? heard a story about Maya, this exact same theme. Yeah, really? absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was sitting there, and I thought it would be clever because I was thinking like maybe I should ask him on a date like you know we kind of gotten along he climbs better than me sexy <laughs> and so I was like hey I'm gonna not really funny in retrospect but whatever <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna go on a date next time <laughs> 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 you want <laughs> sorry because he laughed through that entire thing he said I'm gonna go on a date next week <laughs> comma you can come if you want <laughs> Have you already sized me up for your skin suit? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then he says that. He's like, he he got the joke. He's like, that's really cute. I like what you did there. No. (laughs) The first person with self-respect on the stage tonight. (laughs) (laughs) P-H-A-R-O. And so we ended up not going on that day, but we kept kind of hanging out, right? And then another night comes up where we go out and like we get drunk with our friends and we get a little drunk and at the end we're like kind of sitting there and he's like, you know, if you want, you can come over to my house. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, we're not going to make out or anything. Like, don't, (laughs) don't make it like that. But that's not what we're doing. We're just, you know, if you wanted to. And I was like, well, this is weird now. So didn't do that. And then it was Grenoble Pride. And Grenoble's this like town in the Alps in France, right? A little bit homophobic. The Colorado Springs of France, right? And so our Pride Festival. 100%. (laughs) Not a great dating scene. Like my options, if not Pharaoh, were, was Michael. Well, hold on. The question for you, is there just a bunch of really, weird conservative gay dudes around Mm. because then it really is the Colorado Springs (laughs) of (laughs) but those they're all bodies (laughs) they they really are I don't mom I don't I'm sorry (laughs) 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 and so we were sitting there and like they were like okay so there have been threats on the pride so we're gonna put it in a little park and like surveil all of the exits and entrances or whatever and Farrell ends up coming with and he also comes with me and my two lesbian friends from Argentina love them they probably don't listen to this podcast but anyway and so we're sitting there and it's like every time every I time I went to Europe and it changed my life <laughs> and I have friends from other countries too but anyways I was talking about a man who has clearly said he's not interested in me and so anyway here's the thing 
if the lesbians know one thing, it's how to read a room. <laughs> and they were sitting there, and it's like, every time I left, they'd come back, I'd come back, and they'd be like, Pharaoh was looking for you. Like, as soon as you left, he was like, where did you go, right? And then, like, the Pride Parade broke out of the little park, and we went on, like, my first ever grassroots march around a town for Pride, because they didn't want us there. <laughs> so, and we were, like, stopping trams and stuff, right? And as we were sitting there, he, like, stopped me, he's like, Tyler... I'm so happy I met you. Like, you really are one of the coolest friends I've met here. It's so sweet. People I'm don't happy. normally say nice things about themselves on this podcast. <laughs> I, want you to so, know. I know you're I'm speaking in the voice of another friend. person, but this is not the content we put out. And so anyway, that got me really. I'm like, I'm like, is this a second chance? <laughs> Although my friends can read the room, I can. <laughs> and so I end up like kind of going along with, you know, and like things are getting kind of fun. And I'm like, Hey, you know, like, if you wanted, now we could come back to my place. And it doesn't have to be not kissing like you said last time. He's like, oh, Tyler, let's not make it like that. <laughs> and I was like, I don't understand. I thought I was the best friend you had. And so... All of these stories last probably about four months, and I finally decide I'm not hanging out with him anymore. This is bad for me, right? That and that's so long. No, 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 no. Oh, We're not oh, to the oh, I've heard this story yet, now yet. seven times. Yeah. It is the only story he shared with me since the time I saw him at the train station in Munich. I heard it this morning. <laughs> you know, I got three. I use them. And so um, we were sitting there, and I was like, I'm not going to see him anymore. And it was my last day in Colonel, but I wanted to go climbing at this outdoor climbing place called the Coup de Sabre, right? And I was like, Michael, will you go with me? And he was like, no, I'm busy, but you can use my gear. And I was like, Valentine, go with me. I really don't want to go with Pharaoh. And he's like, oh, I'm busy. And then Pharaoh was like, I'd love to go with you for your last climbing trip in France, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. And here's the thing. is like outdoor climbing, if anyone's ever done it, is kind of an erotic sport. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I Our first heckler, ladies and gentlemen. That was me, ladies and gentlemen. That was me. He's back. <laughs> From Hawaii. I'm sorry. Can you do it? We can do it. <laughs> all I'm saying. Oh. All I'm saying is your life is in their hands. And I don't want to know that I'm going to die. Those hands forget you have plans with those hands like the day you have plans with those I, hands. I've learned so much about you that I wish I could never know. <laughs> I like to share. Okay, One time well, hold we on. were at a museum in France and no. just staring at a painting and you were like, don't you just love how they did feet back then? Oh, don't <laughs> start with this. the beginning of learning something I regret. <laughs> we had to remind Tyler about this event yesterday. We had to remind him about this event 24 <laughs> hours like, ago. Tomorrow, right? We were like, are you sure you have to go? He goes, no, yeah. I mean, I, like the, the other things on Sat, like that thing's on Saturday. And we're like, are you sure? <laughs> and you can hear Tyler's mom in the background being like, you need to be a better manager of your time. You need to <laughs> But on, you were, you had a gay man who was not interested in you hanging from a ledge last yes, time and we left. His life was in my hands. <laughs> and all I'm saying, all I'm saying is we ended up passing a like pretty good moment together. He like took a big whipper right and we ended up falling hitting each other face <laughs> first <laughs> it's like the opposite of a meet cute it's like a fail and a safety violation <laughs> and so anyway we had a really good time together and i was like okay i'm gonna go home because i'm done with him right and we're biking home and he's like you want to get pizza together and i was like 
sure. And then we got pizza and I was like, are we just going to eat in a park? He's like, well, I thought we could eat it back at my place. And the third time someone's place has come up. <laughs> and I'm saying that, I'm like, okay. But I'm also a little happy. You're, you're, like, you're like, okay. I'm like, is this my chance? <laughs> and so we end up going over to his place. We eat the pizza and I'm like, I'm going to be respectful. I'm not going to do anything and I will leave, right? And then he goes into his bedroom and he's like, Tyler, you who? You remember that little like video we were talking about when we were, when we were climbing? I pulled it up on my computer and I was like, so bring it out to the kitchen. And he was like, I think it'd be better if we watched it in here. It was actually Caleb Gallo. Like, <laughs> dead ass. It was the freckle thing. And so anyway, he's like, come sit in my room with me. And I don't know what my problem was, but he was sitting on the bed and I sat on the floor because I thought that would be the respectful thing to do. <laughs> It takes him seven times, but he will respect the boundary eventually. <laughs> and he was like, why are you sitting on the floor? And I was like, it's comfortable. I here. imagine he's also fully naked during this entire conversation. It's I like didn't all candles, that. and there's like a red scarf over his lamp on the bedside. And he is like, wouldn't you be there's more no comfortable pedals. not on the floor? <laughs> and so... Things eventually move to the bed, and sure. you can know. You my know. mother listens to this podcast. Yeah, so Teresa Thomas. I'm saying no, no, Teresa. It gets really good at the end. We got 30 seconds. Teresa Thomas said, "I want you to hear that." So we skip over that part. Something happened. I woke up the next morning and I was like feeling pretty good about myself because I had been like pretty much told no for about seven months, and I was like, "Look who got it!" And I left it for about a day. Right? Then he texts me a day later, and he's like, "Hey, Tyler, can I talk to you about last night?" And I was like. Yeah. I was like, is everything okay? Is there like a boundary we crossed? Do we need to have a conversation about this, right? He's like, I just think it's kind of gross for friends to sleep with each other, and I think we should tell no one about this. <laughs> oh my God. There's a lot of gasp in the audience right now. I know it's an audio podcast, but. <laughs> Visual cues. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was sitting there, and I was like, that's fine. I, I really wasn't planning on telling anyone. And he just like totally deflated my ego, and then ghosted me. <laughs> and then, point, though, the issue with me is that I would have told everyone in our friend group and would have been like, okay, sorry, you can't tell. Well, he spelled his know. name and then told it on a podcast. <laughs> and now, a hundred thousand people get to know. <laughs> I do absolutely love that, where he was like, hey, hey, shh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so that is when I got ghosted. And Tyler has really good taste in men. In case you were wondering, who was the only person you were interested in Oktoberfest? What, mm. what sexual oh, orientation no. was he? I love this. <laughs> what, what was he gonna, after all of the gay men that you flirted with? I want to make this clear because I'm in a backyard full of my friends. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide the worst parts about what <laughs> no, happened yeah, on Oktoberfest. But um, at one point, we are... Tyler's... Let's use the word flirting. Flirting really hard with this very clearly straight guy. Imagine a 21-year-old who goes to Clemson and is majoring in finance, but like his dad runs a golf pro shop back home, and it's all just kind of so you can have a good four years. He's at Oktoberfest, and Tyler's like, are you Prince Charming? <laughs> At one point, a man came up to Tyler, who saw Tyler on Grinder, and was like, oh, I'm so glad there's other gays here. And Tyler was like, yeah, anyways. <laughs> and there's a straight man who did not want Tyler, you know, 
didn't want Tyler, <laughs> but got so drunk that he got separated from all of his friends. And I was like, Tyler, we need to get him. We need to get him back to the train station. May I? And you are yelling, <laughs> leave him, leave him. And Tyler, what is all of Munich shout back at you? Don't leave him. Don't leave him. <laughs> And Tyler's like, I'm going to the train station. And I was like, and that, like and I was like, and I was like, that's fine. Karmaically, I cannot leave this drunk English speaker alone in a foreign country. So I'll meet you back at the Airbnb. I'm gonna make sure he doesn't get too much. Sure he doesn't get fucking gone girled or what was that horror movie? Hostel? I'm gonna make sure he has two kidneys tomorrow. And then I'll be at the Airbnb too. But then of course it's I had no it's all in German. I didn't know where I was going. And so Tyler was like, ugh. <laughs> Follow me this way. <laughs> and then, but the, I think, and we haven't really talked about this, the best part of this entire evening is after I have to convince Tyler not to abandon his scorned love interest, we get to the subway we need to drop him off at before we go to our separate translation. And we all, like, kind of very respectfully gave you two a minute. <laughs> like, we all <laughs> stood, like, five or six feet away and, like, talked. And we're like, yeah, I could go for a puzzle. Do you want a puzzle? Yeah, I could use some of the source to soak everything up. And you guys, like, had a minute to talk. And then he went down the stairs and you joined us. And it was a beautiful evening. <laughs> like I said, I don't know how to read a room. <laughs> Round of applause Thank for Tyler, you. everybody. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, but mine was extra? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back, we're back with You Lee. made them give you an applause. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Saying you're not extra my ass. <laughs> oh, well, you just got a lot of booze there, too, and I felt like that was right, kind of unwarranted. we're welcoming Lee back to the podcast now. I've heard enough of Grant. <laughs> we were like, Lee's up, and like three people were like, I gotta pee. I'm like, <laughs> We've already heard him for like three and a half hours. <laughs> Jesus. Hey. Did you have a story? Oh, yeah. Hi. I thought, <laughs> I mean, other people, you said you were going to introduce them as part of the universe. I didn't Did, know how, if I... We've already... You had a two and a half hour episode. You I are just... our longest episode. <laughs> and Lee's like, well, are you going to introduce me? <laughs> just for the people that didn't know do you, about me. Do you what? want me to tell them how I met you again? Not yes. even a little okay. bit. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Maya reached out like a few weeks back. I was like, oh yeah, like I want you to come to this live show. And I was like, that's going to be so fun. Um, I've actually listened to every episode now. So like I actually did it. Yeah. I'm, like, Changing like, lives. Are yes. you like trying to rub it into the rest of the crowd who hasn't listened to it? No, I like... just felt like an asshole when you actually had me on. Abby just flipped you off. Tyler, take notes. <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Someone's got to say it. play it in the background. It's not hard. <laughs> Abby, we love you. <laughs> oh, I'm yelling at Tyler. Are we yelling at oh. Abby? I would never yell at Abby. Tyler, fuck you. <laughs> you can tell there's an intermission because we're like, all right, let's get into this fucking podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't sound. I literally took a shot because I got stage fright. So. <laughs> all right. I could drown, Lee. I was drinking. <laughs> It doesn't take that much water to do that. <laughs> Tell your goddamn story. Isn't it stupid how they put the esophagus in front of the lungs? I don't know. Tell me your goddamn story! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, a few weeks back, Maya was like, oh, yeah, do you have any good ghosting stories? And I was like, I can't think of any, but it's just because, like, I just had trauma and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Maya already knows this one. This will be fun for Grant. Um, I what? was 
uh, in a relationship, a uh, pretty long-term relationship uh, throughout college. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Ooh, wait, um, no, I do know this story. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll call her Cheryl. Her? Oh, yeah. Um, say Cheryl. Yeah. That's a good name. <laughs> uh, spelled the way you think. P-H-A- <laughs> I-Y-L-E. <laughs> um, and so Cheryl and I have, uh, well, we started dating freshman year. We were in a pretty long-term committed relationship throughout all of college. Um, and um, post-college, uh, um, Maya knew her as well. And there was a, Maya and I didn't talk for a few years, and it's because of Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Cheryl apologized to me drunkenly several times. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Also, when Jacob and Lydia first started dating, because I knew them both as friends first, like the whole friend group sat them down and we were yeah. like break up now or agree to get married like <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's like I already have the ring <laughs> well we wish no we're all like 19 and a half 20 and we're in a building that will collapse upon itself at any second and we're like promise <laughs> They got married, yay. yay! Anyways, you were in a relationship too with a woman. That's yeah. so awesome. I know a woman, <laughs> a foreign thing to grant. <laughs> they're just they're just usually a lot more sensible than men. Yeah. <laughs> this one in particular wasn't. So uh, we'll get into that. Anyway, so yeah, we, we've been dating for a while at this point, and I mean, it's to the point where it's like we're probably going to like continue dating uh, for a while for the foreseeable future. <laughs> grant, oh, what yeah. a weird way to say that. Yes, the shot's starting to kick in. His Anyways. trauma's coming through. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, we're, so uh, it's gone to the point where it's like, okay, we're both graduating, and uh, she accepted a job um, out in Washington, and I, I was able to work remote. So I was like, I will go out and we'll like move in together and we'll live out in Washington together. Um, it's not cute. It actually well, works really well. I've I've heard about that working really well. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob and Lydia did that in case uh, you are That's not true. Lydia also got a job in Seattle, completely unrelated, mm. teaching wealthy kids how to ride bikes, <laughs> which was her passion. Which was her passion. She wasn't following Jacob. That's anti-feminist for you to say. <laughs> well, I'm happy for, to work for someone. because <laughs> well, they were in that point of a relationship where they're going to like keep staying in a relationship. Yeah. You know about those, that kind yeah. of phase? No, I don't actually. <laughs> he thought he did. I sure thought I did. Oh, no. Well, what did you think this story been, was going to? I've stopped predicting. <laughs> So Grant, we've been dating for three and a half years. This and me and this person. Oh, so, so, yeah. So um, we are. Um, we moved out to Washington together. I'm living out there. The adjustment's pretty tough on me. I like work remote in a studio apartment, so I just am surrounded by the same 700 square feet every day. Mm. Um, and the only view outside the window is a dumpster. So it's like, uh, and I don't have a car because like um, I hadn't moved anything out there yet because I'd just been out there for a month. Um, but my, I, before I even moved out there, I promised my parents they were going on this big trip and um, my grandpa needed like a lot of help at this point. And so my mom and my mom's sister, AKA my aunt, pretty cool they uh, uh, they um, were both gonna be out <laughs> they were both gonna be out of town my sibling was out of town and I had promised before I moved out to Washington that I would take care of my grandpa so I need a month in I had to go back and like take care of my 93 year old grandfather best way to get settled is to never really settle yeah exactly. I, really, I had maybe like six shirts there <laughs> and a dream so <laughs> lost that there too but love but, is love, is love. love. Yeah. 
And so I, I fly back um, from Washington to Colorado. Um, on the drive there, like we're, um, I'm saying goodbyes to Cheryl. Um, God, I love, miss her. <laughs> Cheryl. <laughs> Do That's you? sarcasm. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and we're saying goodbye. I love you. Like everything seems really strong. Um, it's been like a kind of a bumpy month just because of like all the adjustment. But I was like, okay, we'll. Sorry, like, just the phrase. Everything seems pretty strong. Yeah. It's like when you start to hear the horror movie music, but they're all just like in a car together still. And you're like, what's about to happen? Like, what? Are you, what's about to happen? You're like, ugh. I'm like, hold on. Things seem pretty strong as you're about to go take care of a 93 year old elderly person. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> That's called foreshadowing. I love it. Yeah. Look up Chekhov's gun if you're looking for something interesting. Anyways, so we go back to, um, I go back to Colorado, and we're, um, do you don't know the term Chekhov's gun? Yeah, can you tell me the story? That's not Why I keep looking at me to shut up, and I know that I need to. I realize why our episode was two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> my mom thinks it's too long. I want you to know, the only person did not like it. My mom goes, Jesus, get to the story. Yeah. <laughs> that was our fault, Grant. That was our fault. Um, he said we walked into a Lego room and we lost our shit for an hour. <laughs> they Discord were just still, Legos. Discord still talks about it. <laughs> yeah. no. um, so your dying grandfather. Yes. Um, who said he was dying? I mean, you have to take care of him. Yeah, I do. <laughs> he's 93. So your surviving <laughs> grandfather. My bad. Who needs a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why do we keep having you on the podcast? I don't know. You invited me to this. This is the consequences of your own actions. <laughs> You're like, you were on our podcast, yeah. and that gave the impression that anyone can be on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we've had to reject several people because of you. They're like, is that more I made it? Anyone can do it. <laughs> what the fuck happens with you, Cheryl, and your grandfather? Yeah. Anyways, so, um, we're, so basically, let, let me explain too, like, so uh, I'm taking care of my grandfather, he's in an assisted living clinic though, so he's not like in the house with me, so basically the night before he dies, uh, the people, um, aka the helpers, what are you calling them? <laughs> Doctors. AKA and then not an actually helpful thing at all. Um, they, <laughs> they, uh, uh, call me and say, hey, he's like not taking his pills tonight, we're like gonna try to like get him into bed, but like, just like, do you want us to have him like try to give him the pills or like what should we do? I was like, why am I telling you how to take care of my grandfather? And I was like, do what you think is right. Because they're like, um, do you want us to traumatize and force him, or yeah. are you good? Are you good? Yeah. That's what they're asking yeah. you. And I said, oh my god. Yeah, I'm 22. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not. I'm not like a physician. I don't know. Um. Anyways, so they. Uh, You're not your mom's sister. Yeah, I'm not my mom's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so they um, call me, and so like I know something's kind of up, but I'm like, I'll deal with this in the morning. Um, that was too late. Uh, and so they call me again, it's like, hey, uh, just to let you know, your grandfather stopped breathing last night because he was on the do not resuscitate thing. Um, they, we didn't resuscitate him, um, and oh he God. died, uh, and he died peacefully, uh, and I was like, okay, and so, like, yeah, when you, like, I mean, obviously everyone, like, takes in issues in different ways, and, like, I immediately just went stone face. I'm like, okay, I've got, like, a procedure that I have to do, I need to go, like, figure out this grandparent stuff, check, for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for, first step, yeah, 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 yeah. so I was like, step number one, um, I need to call my mom, because right. her dad died, so I call her, um, and I pick it up, and I immediately just hang up and start crying, because, <laughs> like, that's when the emotions start hitting. I'm like, I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? So then I 
kind of like get jazzed up and I'm like, okay. And I call my dad and he picks up. I'm like, hey dad, um, I'm gonna cry for a second here. And I just need you to know, grandpa's dead. You're gonna talk to me about this for a few moments while I figure this out. And then we're going to talk to mom together. Um, and he was like, all right, I completely understand. Um, we'll get through this. Um, great parents, I've got really good parents. Um, they never traumatized me, just my grandfather. <laughs> so, um, the man who died in this story. <laughs> oh, you've heard. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we're, <laughs> I'm uh, on the phone with my dad, but then um, he puts on speaker, <laughs> which is an interesting thing to do, but because my aunt's there as well, and then I explain it, and then my, uh, my aunt just goes, <laughs> and then my mom goes, quiet, <laughs> quiet, we knew this was coming, it's okay, and they're like yelling at each other, and then everyone's crying. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> And then, so my mom's like calming down my aunt, and she was like, you've done everything right, like everything's okay. I go to uh, Morningstar, um, which is the clinic he's at, uh, promote us if you want. And we're, <laughs> <laughs> and they want this story to be the narrative they share with family. Hey, should we get your grandfather that's dying cold We called a 21-year-old with six shirts and a girlfriend who had quietly broken up with him. Not yet. Not yet. is lost. So, <laughs> um, so when you just go, oh shit, oh sorry, go ahead, keep going. Um, so <laughs> then I am, um, uh, I go to Morningstar um, and we're, uh, I go and um, I see his corpse. Weird thing to have to do, right? Uh, they said if you want to like, go say goodbye, like you can, and he's like there peacefully. Sorry, the, the nurse who takes care of babies is just, like shaking her head really hard in the corner, yeah. and it's kind of throwing me a little bit. Hayden, control your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not a baby, so it's different. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. That was that was the thing that our listeners were caught on. So. We all good? We got it? Anyways. Did I say page? Uh, how much time we got? Okay. You're already over. Yeah, perfect. So, uh, so um, I go and see the corpse. Weird thing to do. If anyone's been to a wake, Catholics do it weird. Like, you see the body that's been embalmed. Don't like that. And so I, I go and see him, and then I his TV's still on in the other room. And so I just go in, I sit and watch golf. Because um, he loves golf. And so I just kind of sit there, and I'm like, all right, this is my day. Um, Whatever. So um, I take care of all that stuff. I like email my b uh, boss. He's like, hey, you need to get something out today. And I was like, hey, your grandpa didn't die. Mine did. Can you take care of this? And he was like, oh, for sure. So uh, <laughs> the thing you're taking care of is that you're watching golf? What? He's, he's taking care of his dead grandfather's yeah, okay. funeral sitting, stuff. Okay. Shut I'm, the I'm fuck up. I wasn't <laughs> sure what was happening. Oh, I'm just taking a moment because, oh, my grandpa died. I don't oh, know if you were there. I missed that. Yeah, so uh, I'm that. just taking a moment to, to deal with that. Uh, anyways, I take care of everything that day, and I go home. Uh, and, you know, you, um, let's bring it back to Cheryl. What, who do you call when, like, you're in a time of crisis? Probably your Lydia. significant other. <laughs> Everyone call Lydia. Lydia the I number is at the bottom of our screen now. Yeah, thank you. Cheryl wasn't. So I call Cheryl, <laughs> so I call, I call Cheryl um, and I'm like, hey. Uh, and she she knows my grandpa pretty well. Like, my grandpa loved Cheryl. Um, and um, I'm like, hey, grandpa fucking died, dude. Uh, I said it just like that. And, so, and she goes, and she uh, goes, oh, that's tough. Um, and we, we, we have a pretty meaningful conversation then. And she's like, hey, just like, call me if you need anything. I'm like, all right, thank you. And then I uh, hang up and like, I go be with friends that night. And then I try to like text her the next day and she doesn't really respond. 
And then um, I try to call her, she doesn't pick up. And then I don't hear from her at all on Friday. And then Saturday rolls around and I try to FaceTime her and she finally picks up. I'm like, hey, where were you for the last 24 hours? And she was like, oh, I, I was just busy. I was out at the clubs. I was like, weird. Um, crazy, I, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> crazy thing happened to me. I thought we would like, you know, have some communication about that. Don't know if that's what you're up to. I'm pretty passive, guys. My bad for not communicating that need. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I, I thought, needed you to be there. Thought it was assumed. You know what yeah. I say about assumed? You know what? My bad. Yeah. My bad. My bad. That's totally my bad. Uh, and she, she goes, I, she's just like, I just, it was just a lot. And I was like, oh, I know. I know that was over. For you? For me. <laughs> it was a lot? Yeah, it was like, so uh, I, at this point, I'm kind of confused because I'm like, did I, like, I'm like, this has not happened before in our relationship. Like she has had some pretty tough boundary issues where we've never through our three and a half year relationship, not talked uh, for 24 hours. Like we've mm -hmm. always talked every single day. And if um, I didn't talk to her, she, she would call me crying. Uh, so <laughs> there's a lot of those issues anyways. Um, so it's like her not talking to me for 24 hours was like a really weird situation that I was not used to. And I'm really confused. And I'm like, Hey, and I start crying on the phone. I'm like, I'm not doing well. <laughs> if you couldn't see. And she was like, I think we should take a week to just, gather ourselves on that phone call. That phone call. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I know. And I said, and I said, also, like, she doesn't have to go to dinner with you. She's like across the country. Yeah. She just has to answer your phone call. I know. Yeah. Right? I know. Crazy. Yikes. Getting spicy. <laughs> um, and so uh, we, t we take the week because uh, I respect boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, no problem. He's like, as a well-adjusted person who dates others, I. Yeah. <laughs> <Do> you? <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, after I was done taking care of my grandpa, which got expedited, um, I was supposed to go out to LA uh, to surprise my friend um, for um, his birthday. So that trip was already in route. So she was like, "Go see your friend in LA. We'll like chat like in a week from now, and like let's just clear our heads." And I was like, "Okay." So then uh, a week goes by. From what? From, yeah, clear. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, I'm absolutely. sorry. I like I am no. really like. Go ahead. Did you understand you had been broken up with at this point? Or is it just a weird yes, thing that's happening? Absolutely. Oh, okay. And if she had just wanted to like take a, a week and then get back together, I was done. Like there's like the, the way that mm. she acted in that situation, I was, I felt incredibly sure. disrespectful. Yeah. Um, and was absolutely baffled that she would act this way to me. Um, and I mean, we've had our ups and downs, but for most of our relationship, we were really solid. So I, it was like, I was like, I don't know. And <laughs> Maya's shaking her head. <laughs> that could be another Patreon story. There's a couple of people who are like, they weren't solid. I don't know why he thought they were solid. <laughs> I said there were downs. I said that. Okay, so what happens in LA? Um, so I, oh yeah, it's so fun. I, uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm out there and like uh, over this week, like I'm mentally preparing to like, I uh, have this phone call um, sure, on to get your six shirts and get out. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to know that I'm pack up my back single up. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, and like I'm like ready to like I'm emotionally preparing for like the official like breakup and right. stuff. And then um, I'm like and I'm I'm not gonna reach out to her. I'm like you wanted to not talk, you can text me when you're ready. Like whatever. And so then she texts me on Thursday, like hey, are you free to talk? And I'm like yeah. And so we talk. We talk for like an hour. Uh, we both cry. She's like, I just don't know if I'll ever find someone like you. I'm like. Why are you doing? What are you saying? Like you literally just broke up with me when my grandpa died. Right. So like Cheryl, you're not making much sense. It's like a, like a fatal now yeah. pillar of our relationship. Yeah. It's like, all right, dude. Uh, and so we officially break up, and we 
Oh, like so we've been together for three and a half years um the last time i saw her i got on an airplane we hugged kissed, and i said i love you and i'd never seen her in person oh. since i we had one more phone call uh for to figure out um to get my six shirts back to <laughs> <laughs> and i went that the phone call ended with me saying just let's you make sure you know you're paying for the shipping uh and <laughs> <laughs> call collect i'm not gonna accept it please do not bend over customers <laughs> Paying to ship my stuff out here. Um, and That's actually really healthy communication. Yeah. The number of men I wish were like, hey, you are going to pay for this. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, a great, I'm a great communicator. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, uh, Three and a half hours. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go through a whole arc. <laughs> Did you know my grandpa died? <laughs> Yeah, how is that both the saddest thing we're going to hear tonight and also the funniest laugh? <laughs> That's what I bring to the table. Um, and then, yeah, my stuff gets shipped back. I feel different. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'll never talk to her again. I think um, I texted her like six months later on her birthday. said, hey, happy birthday. She texted me um, saying happy birthday to me. I, but, which was interesting because she had started dating someone two months later. So I don't mm. know like why she was still talking to me. Or like wish me a happy birthday. I didn't care at that point. Um, I found that, that actually Maya told me that she was dating someone. I got rid of social media at this point, and I bumped up, uh, bumped into Maya at. God, I'm um, such a bitch. You, yeah, <laughs> I have not seen Maya for two years because of Cheryl, and uh, um, and uh, I see her at the climbing gym. What, Tyler? What? Yeah, I know you were climbing. You were, hitting on you were busy hitting on another straight man. Oh, he was straight. That's so. This is my Tyler. favorite part. Is just how <laughs> long will Lee talk before he hits a period? <laughs> so, so, anyway, so Cheryl, she was climbing next to this gay guy that I know, uh, who was talking to the straight guy that I know. <laughs> I used a lot of comments. You were doing the, the buddy climb. Yeah. What's his name? My name's Lee. Oh. <laughs> and he's been a great storyteller, folks. Right. Right. As our friend Abby comes up, so I do want you guys to know, and I think she's going to be slightly embarrassed when I tell her this. Um, so in a crisis, you really do want to call Lydia. Lydia, one, unshakable in a crisis, and two, I kind of love that she's not even listening to this. She's not. I'm going to lower my voice to just the kids who care. Um, my mom was in the hospital last week, and Lydia very casually was like, oh my gosh, like what hospital is she in? And she sent my mom flowers, and I didn't know until the next day when my mom texted Lydia and I and she goes these flowers are gorgeous so you really do want to call Lydia in a crisis I love Lydia. And I don't think that brought down the mood too much which is really crucial we can cut it All right. <laughs> um, tell us how you're a part of um, my little universe um, I am Maya's trainer. And what's your name? I don't know if you got it on my kids. My name's Abby. <laughs> she is the person that's been coaching Maya for the war they are not telling us about. Yes, yes. We're not going to tell you what we're training for, but we are ready for it. Um, so, I'm not. <laughs> Abby was, I, she was training me the other day, and she, or yesterday, and she was like, I got this new, like, aura ring. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she was like, she was, I was like, how's it different from an Apple Watch? She's like, oh, it'll tell you, like, when you need rest, which honestly, like, I'll probably look at and then push myself really hard anyway. <laughs> I was like, okay, so $300 down the drain. Got it. Got this it. can't tell me what to do. Also, if it, if it makes you feel better, I do believe they are ready for whatever's coming. I just also know that whatever's coming, they don't need to start two weeks in advance. They just need to be able to start it like the night before. <laughs> also, apparently we're sisters, according to everyone who meets us. <laughs> yeah? And you have, you have, I think... When we were doing this event and we were talking about ghost stories, Maya was like, we're gonna have to work really hard, but Abby has a story that she needs to share. And so I am 
with only really that as a preface, so excited to hear what it is you're about to share with us. Introduce yourself one more time. I'm not sure if we got it on mic. Yeah. Hi, I'm Abby. <laughs> Woo, Abby! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Like, you want like it all? Like, no, it's fine. I don't know what we missed. But. There's a couple moments in the pod, you don't know because Maya's really good at editing, where we'll just like fully rerun a paragraph sometimes. <laughs> Somet- at the beginning, when we were just getting into the groove of things, sometimes we would fully lean back and start gossiping <laughs> about some people in our lives. And then I'd be like, what's, what's the, okay, hold on. <laughs> Founded in 1914. <laughs> Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Sometimes we forget to do it, and that's when you hear that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, better, right. We're pros. <laughs> you have a story. I do. Does your okay. grandpa die in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's preface it. I, I don't no know the keeping Lee's story, and if we aren't, I don't want any contacts for that at all. <laughs> okay, can't wait to hear it. <laughs> okay, um, so when I'm training Maya and Maddie, I spill everything to them. So that's where they got these stories because I am a gabber. Um, we're gonna, this was several months ago now, but I met this guy at a bar and Ooh. he was Ooh. gorgeous. He was this Brazilian, like, jujitsu fighter, like, tall, dark, handsome. It was very, there was like chemistry there immediately. And uh, so we had started like hanging out. It was like one of those moments like locked eyes across the room. Like it, I was like, oh, this is lovely. Um, We've seen Bridgerton. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like an acoustic version of Taylor Swift songs playing in the background. I love all the girlies who just outed themselves. <laughs> There's like four confused men and twenty. Lovely women in this backyard right now. Yeah, so it's just like that, but it was like, get low instead. So. <laughs> Romance isn't dead. <laughs> so very romantic, clearly. Um, so yeah, we started like seeing each other for a bit, and it was new, it was exciting, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought me to his friends maybe a little too soon. That probably mm. should have been like red flag, kind of whatever. Mm. But I met his friends. I like was back to his place. It was great. And I was like telling them about it. And I was like, I don't know. I like him, but like, I'm kind of scared. Like the vibes, uh, I don't know. And they were like, no, no. Like this seems great. Um, fast forward to, ooh. ooh. <laughs> oh, we got the green light from all your friends. They were like, let go of your trust issues. Yeah, that was both our bags, Maddie. We were like, you can do it. <laughs> It's like you, he's like, Abby's one of those zoo creatures when she experiences grass for the first time. Look at her frolic, she doesn't know there's predators out there. Right? Am I, am I, I'm looking for a couple of audio, sorry, visual cues. Yeah, I was right. I was right. Like you see that scene when you're like, oh, an orchid's gonna eat you, babes. But, but swim it up while you got it. Oh my god. I'm both excited and really sad about the look Abby just gave me. <laughs> no, that's so true though. Especially because I was like you know, withholding that trust, but then everybody was encouraging me to, like, give it. They were like, they opened the crate. They were like, be free! It's like, no, 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 there are lions out there. Um, So, anyway, things were going great. Um, He texted me, and he was like, oh, I got you something. I'm like, bought me something? I don't Mm. know you that well. And (laughs) trust issues. I get it. You're like, I gave you my time. I couldn't give you anything more valuable. I don't know whatever this is. 
Don't want it. Don't want it. Take it back. Um, so then I didn't hear from him for a week. Nothing. And like it was random because Wait, does I, he go, I got you something, what is it, a week later? No, so, yeah, timeline messed that up. Um, <laughs> basically, he said it to me in person. Okay. He was like, oh, I ordered you something. It should be coming on Tuesday. On and I'm like, dot com, we are willing to be sponsored. I want you to know that. <laughs> also, audio Panda visual camera. version, if we can get that SpongeBob credit scene where it's like, one week later. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so then that night... Nothing from there, like just a week. And so I just texted him. I had left my sunglasses there and like mm. I wanted them back. They were expensive. And so I was like, listen, like no worries if we're not feeling this anymore. Can I get my sunglasses back? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Your gift came. I want to give you your gift. And so I'm like, okay, um, this feels weird, but all right. And so then we meet up and it was fine. And that's when I got to tell him, like, hey, when people go a long time without talking to me, it triggers the mm. fact that I dated someone for a year and they ghosted me. Like, we got in a fight and then they just never texted me again and we never talked again. And so I was what? like, hey. That's not even the story she's telling us right now. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't date someone a younger year? than you. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, yeah, no. someone who's still trying to learn that lesson. <laughs> I also want to point out, I've also done the thing where it's like, well, your sunglasses are in my car, so like, do you want them or are they mine? And then I did make out with him that day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Don't look at me, Maya. <laughs> me and Lydia are sharing a moment. I actually made Jacob keep it from Lydia for like three months, but this isn't my story right now. I don't say that. <laughs> But yeah, a little background on that one. Like, I'd met his family. I went to Easter with him. Like, it, that one was serious. And so... A year in? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get power of attorney at that point? Happy, <laughs> happy people, let us know. Do you get power of attorney at a year in? Or no. how long do you have to go? <laughs> good. Damn. Okay, well, good to know. <laughs> Lydia, it's still your title. <laughs> pull the plug, Lydia. Pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <Okay>. god. <laughs> you're at you're on your date with this guy. Oh yeah. So I like to communicate. I also think I'm a good communicator. I've never met someone who's like, I'm actually really bad at communicating. You should know that about me. No one has ever been the other version of this. That's I'm sure, but like true. you only say that now that Casey's around. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did communicate that because I was also, you know, feeling a little optimistic. My gazelle running through the fields. <laughs> um, so then he was like, oh, that's that sucks. Like you're talking to the wrong guys. Like, no, that's bad. And that was the last time I had heard from him. <laughs> he but was like, you? I see you, I hear you, your trauma's valid. Also, that's a really good idea. <laughs> I think I like inspired him actually. He was like, you know what? That's that's I, my option. I'm sorry to ask this question. Yeah. What was the gift? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> we've all we been there. We didn't know. Was it worth it? Listen, I made out. Listen, I once made out with a man in his car in my driveway, and as he like pulled away, he was like, "I want you to know that like you are a really special person, and I can't wait to like be in a relationship. I can feel myself like getting there with you, and I think this is really cool." And then I do. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, I did that thing where then you like go inside and you close the door and you like put yourself up against. The oh door, my god! And you're, like, Last time I ever heard from him ever, I found out he wasn't dead when I saw him at a club. <laughs> So what was the gift? Because <laughs> I would love to have gotten something from him in exchange for whatever the fuck that was. I texted him Happy Thanksgiving four months later, and he responded on Christmas Eve, and he misspelled Thanksgiving. So I want to know what the monetary value is of what he... It was Christmas Eve! It was the next holiday! What did he get you? <laughs> Um, so, little backstory. He, uh, again, I love backstories. He played, like, a lot of instruments, and so... I bought a bass guitar because I was like, this is how we're going to bond. I'm the way like, that I found out about this was screaming to each other over blaringly loud music at F45. She was like, I bought a bass guitar. <laughs> I was like, why? Did I give you bass vibes? That's, that, <laughs> that, that was, was it. That was that all was I got. It. Anyways, yeah. here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you bought a guitar, not for him, but so you no. could learn together. Yes, yes. And he taught me the Barracuda bass line by heart. Sing it. <laughs> you have, you have bass line? Yeah. You want me to sing that? <laughs> we got it, Daniel, right? We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Daniel's a videographer and a former student. <laughs> so the gift was a heart t-shirt, like the band Heart. Because that was the song, the song he taught me on the bass guitar. That's what the gift was. We Is there a band you... called Heart and are they the ones that play Barracuda? Mm. Guitar Hero did not teach me that in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what are heartfelt gifts? I'm like looking, I'm looking at all the gay people in the audience. I'm like, do we know this one? I don't know. <laughs> did they play it before Whitney Houston? <laughs> yeah. So he got you a t-shirt? Yep. And t -shirt. he was like, also... Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt. Looks good on you. Well, you. you're here now, and yeah. you have a very cute little boyfriend now, so it all worked out. He looks great in emerald, which is yeah. a really hard color to pull uh, off for straight men. Yeah. See, Grant gives me a lot of shit for not remembering the slew of men that he's going through right now, um, but he calls Abby's... <laughs> I would deny it if I could. <laughs> he calls Abby's, like, boyfriend, right? Officially? Yeah, yeah. He's my Emerald sweater. So details, what you're yeah. trying to say uh, is that you were the first person on this stage tonight who is uh, moved on. Get up for Abby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Do we have time for one more? Two more? I know my friend Ashley more. has a story. Do we have a second person? Let's do Ashley and Danny. Danny. Oh, and Lottie. Danny, I swear to God. It's Jess has a really short one. Tyler, no one would ever admit to dating you. You need to <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Did we get it? No. <laughs> Um, okay, and not to teacher it, but let's go uh, Danny, Lottie, Ashley, and then we can... Jess has a short one. Jess has a short one, too. <laughs> All right, so Danny, Lottie, Jess, and then Danny, uh, Ashley. All right. Woo! Give it up for Danny. Grant and I also have stories, so... 
Oh, I just keep cutting whole paragraphs into my brain from my stories. I don't even know what to cut from mine. <laughs> we need to make sure we tell a ghost story during this entire series. I mean, Lee's episode was like three hours That's long, true. So Lee also really kind of does feature ghosts, so that's kind of nice. All right, you have five minutes, Danny, and I'm not afraid to kick you off Do the stage. Do we need to check the recording? Are we still getting audio? It's fine. I, I keep Amazing. checking it periodically, okay, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, so okay. first, uh, Danny, do you want to do a little introduction to yourself? We've said a lot about you on this podcast. Some of it good. Um, but is there anything you want to, and you have like two sentences, uh, that you want to clarify before we get into your story uh, tonight? I think I just want to clarify that. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I don't know where it's going, but I know I don't like Thank it. Thank you for the opportunity. I do have some well, things I'd like to correct. I've been Grant for about, what, six years now I think so, yes. Yeah, and so I just sort of like shadow claim credit for the podcast and the way Casey or Tyler do. Cause Absolutely. That's the way that you all met. Danny and I have never dated, which is why he's my (laughs) oldest gay friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I was... I didn't. Wa- I wasn't sure I was gonna share something tonight, but when Hayden kicked us off, when she said, "Oh, everyone, you know, I've there've been a lot of situations where it's like I don't. I guess I've been ghosted, but it, it just didn't hurt. <laughs> I don't you know. know. I have more respect too many than that. I guess you know, someone has decided they never know. talk to me. But again. when I decided, I really wanted to share a story. Was when Casey came up here and shared a story about someone in the audience. Oh. So I think it is a great time to yes. tell about yes. a story I've never told before. About the time Tyler ghosted no, me. No, you have all the time in the world. Can we you raise can take a glass? The next three hours. Hold <laughs> on, can I share my POV at the very start of this? This is actually such an important story to share. I don't. Where's my camera? Are we at camera two? Uh, this is such an important story to share because I know Maya because Maya knows Tyler, and I know Tyler because of the story Danny's about to share. And Dan and I have been friends forever, and so if it wasn't for the story you are about to hear, none of this exists. And I do wonder what kind of Pandora's box got opened on these dates between the two of you. But I'm grateful. Oh, I <laughs> uh, so if we could get silence, silence in the room, please. Danny, believe me, the floor is yours. We are listening with apt attention. <laughs> All right. So Grant likes to talk about me on the podcast and my knowledge of dates in specific days of the week. He has a memory so, I, so don't, good. I don't remember the day of the week. Okay. But it was October of 2019, <laughs> and I matched Tyler on Hinge of all places. Oh, you both. <laughs> Believe your relationship material. That's so sweet. You think you're emotionally available and ready to meet others. That's so kind of to yourselves. And so at this time, I'm working in person because it's pre-COVID uh, in Golden, and he is in Golden at School of Mines. And so it makes sense to go to a bar afterwards. So in Danny's Golden. in Why? his career, what? and Tyler's in I his think college. I was, still in, I, think I was still an intern then. I wasn't okay. an employee until what the year next did you say? month, 2019. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, we go to a place called Barrels and Bottles, I believe. Nice. And you know, so I show up, and you know, you do that weird thing because you don't really know exactly if they're gonna look like their pictures. Oh, so you kind of like, kind of like <laughs> sit at the table. I, I don't know. I haven't been here before. I have. I don't know how to like order. You know, so I'm kind of like just like waiting. And I text him like, Hey, I just got here. And then like. 
all of a sudden he like shows up like coming from the direction of like the like the the, the tap house, the kitchen or something, and I'm like, oh, like, I, I, does he work here? So he, like, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to understand what's going on. He doesn't come through the front door. He like yeah, comes through the, does not come the, through the kitchen door. double doors. <laughs> they like swing behind yeah. him. Good. It's a, you know, a cloud of steam and assumption. So, like, I'm not trying to make anything awkward. I just met him, so you know, I'm just like, okay, like, should we get a beer? I love that Daddy's like, I totally date someone working class, not a disqualifier. <laughs> Alright, so this is when we learn Tyler's into IPAs. And IPAs aren't the greatest, but they're not they're awful. Know, yeah. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> And I just get like a, I forget I get an ale or an amber or something, and so we talk. It's the it's December. He was he had just had a or October. He just had like some type of summer internship sure. at the state capitol. So he like is all wanting to talk politics. And of course it's the Democratic primary, which mm. I was probably like oh, debating with Grant the night before <laughs> on his back porch. You it know? is the foundation <laughs> of our friendship. Well, I just think political principles aren't supposed to move, and Danny disagrees. So. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, um, and then of course we talk about biking, because Tyler's like, biking is like sort of his life at that point, it's, it not also CrossFit, he talks a lot about CrossFit, and I've never been to CrossFit, so I just, I have nothing to say, I'm just like, okay, cool, <laughs> knock yourself out, right? And so, I feel that, you know, it's going well, it's been like 45 minutes. He's clearly minutes. trying to impress you, which is so endearing. I don't know that he is, because he talks to me about all That's this actually, stuff. He talks to me about that too. Yeah. That actually yeah. true. Either he's trying to impress everyone, or... Raise your hand if you've been on a date with Tyler. This is source of pride. We've <laughs> <laughs> got someone in the audience. He, it is all the men we suspected. Here's a fun little Jacob. tidbit about Tyler, is that we used to like have little dinner dates a lot in college, and he would come over to my house, or I'd come... No, we he would always come over to my house because his house at the time had carpet in the kitchen and that was weird. <laughs> and or rats. Um, but every time, I think he did this to me four or five times where he would like always kind of control the meal, which was fine because I'm not good at cooking, but he would have an onion and he would just look me dead in the oh face God, and this. take a bite out of the onion like an apple and just look at me while he chewed it. And I was like, the first time I was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> The second, third, and fourth time, I was like, you know you've done that to me already, right? And he's like, I like doing it to my dates to see how they react. And I'm don't like, okay. impress me much. <laughs> Singing podcast. Well, Tyler lived with me a year and a half ago, and I'd come home from working a full job educating America's youth. Oh, They'd be God. like, hey, how's it going? Then he would cry, and I'd be like, oh, 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 sorry, Tyler's going through a breakup. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, oh, and then as soon as he'd be like, okay, I think I'm good. Okay, anyways. I'm gonna go snowboard for the next three days. So um, <laughs> I left. I left some moldy bagels on the counter. Thanks for letting me stay here. And then I wouldn't see him again for a while. <laughs> and you were like, "Okay, this guy's pretty interesting." He's trying to impress I, me. I, I, <laughs> we're only 45 minutes in. I know. And the, we've said a bunch of embarrassing things about Tyler, but the transitive property absolutely applies to Danny because he's like, "Yeah, let's go bike." <laughs> The granola gaze. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Tyler today was like, I don't know if I can date this guy. He takes a hot shower every day. People use their like, water heaters. 
Oh, sorry. You, this you four, years ago, <laughs> four years ago. Four years ago. You have four minutes. So we've, we have finished the first beer. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going well. We'll probably get a second round. So I say, do you want a second round? And he's like, um, I have like to go get a haircut or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was some excuse like this. Tyler, was and it because he was interested in you? No. Was it because he was gay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you wanted to learn how to communicate, I think we have at least two of them right behind you. <laughs> right, right there. Good communicators. Good communicators. Um, and so I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I'm not one to force someone to keep a date. Yeah, that's actually true. You have a lot of self-respect, which is so insane. <laughs> so, um... And then all of a sudden, like, he disappears back into the kitchen again. <laughs> you left through the kitchen? And he's gone. Tyler! Like, Shocking I'm no the best one, but I'm I figured maybe he has friends who work here, you know? Like, I feel like it's a brewery in town three blocks from the Mines campus. Like, maybe he has friends who work there. He has to get a haircut there. in the kitchen? Oh, like, he's the most gentlest person on the stage. And he disappeared into the Yeah, so he disappeared. And then, uh... So I was gonna be like, okay, like let's give it like two days. Then we'll like text him back on Hinge and see what happens. Um, so I did, and of course, like I don't remember what we talked about. I'm not gonna pretend to know. Sure. But it was it was very like, oh yeah, we'll go. We should go on a bike ride. It was something like that. And then of course, there was like the two day wait for his like reply, and then our reply. And then, That's so and then, true. And then there was like the four day wait. And Tyler, then, are you going to be at the train station like, or not? I need to know. I'm on the train. <laughs> and then the, the four day delay became like six days. And I'm like, at what point do you just like stop? Sure. You know? Because <laughs> no, what like, becomes a year? I was like, <clears throat> you know, like. If Casey's talking, never. You never <laughs> stop. You it's never. Like, well, <laughs> and like he was like personable enough, right? You know, like he was he was interesting, but like he wasn't that spectacular that I really had to chase him. <laughs> we love that for you. Good job. Again, the most self-respect on this. Stage. Wasn't worth chasing. Put that on your hinge. Wasn't worth chasing. What's so fun is you can actually insert audio clips into your hinge profile now. We'll get you the file. Well, we have the audio. <laughs> Oh, we should get you the file. <laughs> wait, hold on. But like, obviously, you do. Okay. Then eventually, he does yeah, respond. Well, okay, so okay, wait. No, we have we have to. So now it's like November because after six day waiting periods, October turns into November pretty quickly. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it's winter. Christmas happens. All that. Right. I don't hear from Tyler. I don't reach out to Tyler. Nothing happens. And then, of course, we all know what happens in March. COVID hits. Right. And Tyler gets real lonely real fast. <laughs> that was my next line. Oh, if you mind. Mind. So I decide, because I realized I wasn't able to hang out with any of my friends for the foreseeable future, right. to make a dash to Wisconsin where I could hang out with family in our like family house <laughs> there where we always spend Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, because 
what else, you know, it's like, what else was there yeah. to do in Denver? I don't have to be at work. I wasn't going to see anybody. Like, it was just going to be boring and lonely. Well, that's about the time Tyler just, like, reappears. <laughs> and is like, hey. Much like herpes. How's how how COVID going for you? <laughs> it is. It's, it's a flare-up disease. It's not a constant kind of thing. But it, it lives in you forever. <laughs> Yeah, be the most shocking thing I've said tonight. Lee's grandpa died up here. Like several times, actually. <laughs> okay, so the rash that is Tyler reemerges while you're in And TLDR, now we have a yeah. podcast. <laughs> so, of course, I say, you know, I'm probably gone from Colorado for a month, mm. but, you know, we can, like, FaceTime or something like that. Elusive and not urgent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I remember at that point I'm in Chicago at our family house and I'm, like, in, like, the basement or something and I'm, like, FaceTiming uh, Tyler and we're talking more about biking and we're talking more about, by that point, Biden was the, the nominee. Sure, so there was absolutely. no more politics to discuss. <laughs> but, you know, we make, again, like, vague plans of, like, going on a bike ride right. when I, like, wander my way back to Colorado in the end of April. And so we do. When he actually, like, follows through, he, like, comes to my apartment. He's like, you know, I used to know the lesbians lived across the street from here. <laughs> <laughs> my ex also lived yeah, on the corner. Yeah, right that's what it is. The ex. That's absolutely <laughs> No. <laughs> That's good. We'll have to cut that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And I get this feeling just because, like, he has, like, clothing, apparel, and things, that it's like, in another life, he really wishes he could have, like, come to DU, like, did, and, you know, <laughs> and, like, did, He you still know. has that shirt. He, he, still, he, he still wishes he went to DU. So I think visiting me by DU was just kind of, like, a very sure. important moment. I love that him. we pulled up to the end of the story, which just features Tyler's regular communication style, which is just to be, disappear forever. Um, sometimes show, to Europe, sometimes yes, in Colorado. I show up to that party, and I know exactly what date it is, and you all will too, because I pull up to the backyard, and I go, oh man, isn't it crazy Ruth Bader Ginsburg died? And every person goes, what? What do you mean Ruth Bader Ginsburg died? And I was like, oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And essentially, that's the story. And because, that's, that's Danny. Bike riding all summer. And the day Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, the day Grant and Tyler met for the first time. Correct. And that would have been party. normally where you parted, but I was keeping a close circle of friends and I needed yes. to go to West Texas here soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We love it. Next all right. Story. We appreciate all Danny. Right. We love him. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> I love that people have started to consistently bring up their own blankets. I can see my breath breathing I am like, gotta be funny, but also Maya has told me several times to shut the fuck up. I keep looking at him like, All right, I'm putting the timer on, not because I don't love you, but because it is 9.30 at night. So fair. Their neighbors are super cool. He he has a sleep. I'm not worried about their sleep schedule. (laughs) Worried about my back because of my I'm worried about me and Daniel's editing. Uh, We have a budget. We'll talk talk, Daniel. We appreciate you. You've never been considerate with my time. I mean, do you want to talk about it now in front of all the time? We have four different Lottie! cameras running. You said to say my timer is running. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll start it over. Grant ruined it. That's you have fair. That's fair. Seven uh, minutes. I liked How you were this. you in? How am I in the universe? Yes. Um, so I went to high school with Maya. Um, we were in choir together for many years. 
I met Lottie before I met Lee. Absolutely. Um, yeah, she's also played a small but integral part in a couple of my breakups. <laughs> I actually um, met you during one of those. Are we about to talk about that? Oh my, no, we are not. No, right. that yeah. wasn't a ghost. I just, I, I, I think about that. I met Lottie in what I, you could only call a grief it, in residence it was program. The, at my no, house. it was the day. The day after me and my first like long-term serious girlfriend broke up. I remember looking at you too and being like, well, the most important love of your life is always going to be your love with yourself and so you got to work through that. And you were like, thank you so much. And you disappeared like a candelabra like into the house and I was like, I think I should have been a lot more chalant there. No, do you remember what you actually did? No. You talked about how stalking people on Venmo is the most amazing way to find out information. I I turned my head. information I did not want to know after you told me that. If you want to hurt your own feelings, Look up your ex's current Don't Venmo history and Don't you can find it. out who they're dating and Don't. a lot more hurtful that they are dating and Grant, uh, it's gonna ruin your day. Grant said this to Lottie who had just gotten out of a several year relationship that she had lived with yeah. and I turned my head about 20 degrees and see her phone light <laughs> turn on and I go, oh fuck. Like I said, kind of grief in residence. And Grant's a dumbass. <laughs> And I was committed that night. Um, (laughs) No. um, Yeah, I remember talking about you to Maya after that, and she said, you know what Grant said about you? He said, I love Lottie, and it is because... I, too, have never gotten over anything in my entire life. I was like, dude, it was literally like, let me grieve. I love Lottie because she's sad right now about a thing that I'm also equally sad about that happened a year and a half ago. Yep. (laughs) And that's hip hop. (laughs) And that's what makes it queer. Oh, my God. Okay. You have a story. <laughs> I have a story, yes. Um, so my story is going to be a blast from the past, actually. This was after my first, my breakup from my first queer relationship, like, ever. Mm. So equally but differently traumatizing. <laughs> um, I was about, I was about, <laughs> I was about, <laughs> I was about 20 years old, um, mm. you know, heartbroken, very lonely. I was like, I'm going to die alone. I just need to find someone immediately. I don't care who it is. So I went on Tinder like you do. And I matched with this person. Um, we're going to call her Rachel because that's her name. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have not forgiven her. <laughs> uh, no, honestly. We're going to call her Rachel Bellingstock. <laughs> we can call her whatever. It doesn't 417 matter. Ames Street. <laughs> Five foot five, brown hair, <laughs> last scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, this person, before we even met, there were red flags. I remember like talking with her on the phone and she asked me how tall I was. And I was like, five mm. seven, how tall are you? And she was like, uh, five eight. And I just hear hysterical laughter in the background. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I was it's, like, I mean. This is such a safe environment. That reaction reminded me I'm, I'm in a safe place. <laughs> but I was like, whatever, you're a human person, like, let's meet up. Sorry, was- yeah, this isn't a funny part of the story, it's just like six of our friends Scooby-Doo walked behind you, <laughs> trying not to cause a disturbance. I hope someone got some Scooby snacks. <laughs> oh my God. 
to go. By not causing a disturbance, they also caused a disturbance. It's been normal. Everyone have continued. But you're like, she was nice. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'll bet she was nice. Okay. No, she wasn't. Um. <laughs> Does she die in the story? No. No. Um, she does not. Um, okay, also, I gotta say, because that's another, that's another blast from the past. My high school boyfriend oh, no. broke up with me the day after my grandmother's funeral and the day before my high school graduation. <laughs> and listening to Lee's story earlier, I was just like... Thank God I'm gay because that would have sucked <laughs> so bad for me. <laughs> Was that the last man you ever dated? No, second to last. <laughs> I get it. They're hard to quit. You, you know, you know. Gotta make some mistakes twice. Um, I slept with him later, so. Yes, that was the me other. Or her ex. No, my ex. That so was the other integral part she right played in, in my my other breakup. Um, anyway. <laughs> So yeah, I I decided to meet up with this girl because I'm like, whatever, you're somebody. I don't care. Potentially five foot eight. <laughs> and think that's funny. <laughs> Probably five. Three, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She was catfish, and we mm. had absolutely nothing in common. I was 20 years old. She was like 24. She had a four-year-old child. Whoa. Um, she was. But it's not all good. <laughs> she was a United States Marine, which, like, you know, we, we love the troops, whatever, but I wouldn't consider myself, like, particularly patriotic. Mm. And she, she was, like, she once saw, like, a wrinkly American flag on somebody's, like, patio and just had a conniption. She was... Did she live in... Colorado Springs. <laughs> no, but she did live in Aurora. Oh, in a strange, strange way. Makes more sense. Yeah. yeah that's oh, she yeah. Was she, she, she was a Marine. She lived in Aurora. She had a kid. We had nothing in common. We didn't really, like, even get along on any level. We weren't mm. compatible. We didn't, I really didn't enjoy her company, but I was like, I guess I'll just keep going over here. And she was, okay, she would do this thing. She was actually awful. She would do this thing where she would go, like, out. She was a bouncer at, like, clubs. <laughs> and she would go out while I was visiting there for, like, the weekend. Because I lived in Fort Collins. I was like, I'm there just, I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But she would just go out while I was, like, over at her house visiting her to... Wait, so you'd be at her house, and she'd be like, I'll see you later. Yes, and, and would just leave me alone with her four-year-old child, Whoa. who I babysat for free because no. it was better than being alone, and it was better than hanging Are out with her. Are you Lydia, and this. is that child a bakery? <laughs> God, I wish. There's this but. SNL skit, and it's called Red Flag Perfume, and it's Kristen Wiig, and she's this elegant character, and she's like, She's stylish. She knows the right thing to say always. And her ex-boyfriend's a uh, club promoter. <laughs> and then it goes like, red flag. <laughs> She's rich. She's interesting. And one of her pinky nails is like way too long. <laughs> and all her friends are dudes. 
All right, so we're like, continuing the story. Drenched <laughs> in red flags, and you're like, I love it here. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it like it went on long enough too that I actually kind of developed a bond with her daughter, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't like you at all, but I can't like break up. With oh my now. god! Like I'm like we're she's I'm a mother. With your kids. Like, we're she's a kids. mother. I would miss her. I'm a mom now. <laughs> I love how you, your first gay relationship, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I was like, this is just what it's, what it's like. Oh my God, here. Lottie. And I have not been completely proven wrong. Um, but anyway, it, we, I probably saw her for like four or five months and it ended when I was driving to my friend's house and I got T-boned. I got in a huge car accident and I texted her and I was like hey I got in a car accident and she didn't respond to me for like four days and so I finally texted her and I was like hey I don't think we should see each other anymore and she was like yeah I don't either and that was the last I ever heard communication holy shit listen even if she had only employed you as a babysitter you need to respond to the I was t-boned to text message I know literally I was like I could have died like it was a bad accident Um, we I want you to know seriously considered at one point having a projector screen to like show visual cues and I just kind of right now wish we had captured everyone's last text message to the person they relied on for emotional support because to be able to see your text message and then to be able to see the yeah I also don't think we should see each other four days later priceless no she responded to that text very quickly (laughs) (laughs) oh the out she was like thank you (laughs) yeah yep um so that's my story that's what happened circle. I'm a part of the circle by brushing Maya's hair. <laughs> and you can too on Patreon. Yes. Yes. No. No. A small of $100. Brushing Maya's hair or polishing Grant's head. Which one should be more? <laughs> <laughs> polishing Grant's head. I 100% agree. It's not shoe polish. It's not what you got to use. But you're here. And we I'm love here, that. guys. I'm here. Yeah. Here I am. You've been ghosted, or done some ghosting. So, I have two stories. One story is about when someone ghosted me, quite literally, and I was not offended. Mm. I, I laughed instead. <laughs> and, we all wish we could do. Yes, I was quite impressed. <laughs> and then the second story is about... I guess I kind of ghosted this guy. It's an interesting MLM related story. Men loving men? Yes. Multi-level marketing. It's the same acronym, Maya. You guys, it could be both. It could be both in this situation. Every time I tell a story, Maya ridicules me for one, providing like a roadmap, and two, for then immediately providing a website. You're not my hairstylist. So thank you. Thank you, Jess. We appreciate it. You didn't make my hair look like this. Back off. Oh, did I not bring any hair products here at Maya? She did a great job. Or did I not even put any hair products? products in my suitcase. I will pull the cord on your mouth right now. I think I the cord poured the cord on itself. I know. <laughs> the cord is about to like eject into the sky. Okay, go on. Okay, so 
the first story was when I just first started getting on like Bumble and Tinder and everything. I matched with this guy and. I don't know how you can suck out all of the air in an outdoor venue, but there's not a lot of air. <laughs> so I go on this date with this guy. We're having fun. It's like it lasts like an hour. We both have stuff to do afterwards. Not like too much commitment. And we just get pizza. We're hanging out. Everything's going well. So a couple days later, well, actually at the end of the date, he's like, this was really fun. I'd like to do this again. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know if I see a romantic connection, but mm. this could be like a fun friendship yeah. thing. So let's like Communicators pursue it Communicators in the audience. <laughs> Absolutely. And or yeah. Tyler. <laughs> Flipping people. Yeah. Disappearing into the kitchen. Yeah, we get you. <laughs> so, uh, a couple days goes by and I don't hear from him. I'm like, okay, this is, this is a little weird, but like, you know, maybe he just needs some time. Maybe he's playing the like three day game. Mm. So I texted him, don't hear anything from him. And I'm like, okay, if you're just going to ghost me, like, just tell me you're ghosting me. It's not a big deal. I'm fine with it. And he sends me a literal picture of, like, a Scooby-Doo ghost. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! And I couldn't be upset because I was like, well, I have an answer. All right, yeah. but we're going to out him a little bit, too, oh. because... Some of a bitch had a girlfriend, too. <gasps> so, Ryan. Bitch, Ryan? I love that we know his communication is good because there's a girlfriend working on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> you get your ass over. She's grabbing my <laughs> yeah. You text her back right now. <laughs> you you I love that. No, yeah. I really so do. So that's my like short and sweet one. And I thought about this one earlier, too, when somebody else was sharing a story. So... I got conned to like an MLM on accident. <laughs> As we found out on 10 accident. seconds ago, what kind of MLM are you talking about? Uh, multi level marketing. I'm sorry to the eight Pyramid. gay men who listened to us. Kim <laughs> Michael Scott, Avon, continue. Mary Kay, Arbonne. Okay, so you're not interested in being your own boss. No. I'm my own boss, babe. Good, good. Specifically. <laughs> she runs her own business. <laughs> because I'm a boss, babe. <laughs> okay, so I go, I, I was like on a photo shoot or something, and I do like editorial photo shoots from time to time, which is basically I do hair and makeup for like kind of like crazier stuff where That's like, so cool. for example, I turned someone into a tree at one point. Holy like, God. it's kind of weird avant-garde stuff. So I meet this guy on a photo shoot. I'm like, okay, he's kind of cute. Like, not sure which way he's swinging. We're going to mm, test it out. That's why he's cool. <laughs> and he seems to be swinging my way a little bit. So I'm like, Love it. okay, we're going to try ba, ba, this out. Yes, I believe ba, 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 <laughs> We go, like, we hang out a little bit. We start chatting. I think we're on like, I don't know, like MySpace or something. This time. This is like back in the day. Good. And so we're chatting a little bit and he's like, hey, you should come over. Like, I'll make dinner and everything. Okay, I should also preface this by saying I did not know how old this gentleman was at the time. <laughs> and I'm not oh, saying that anything. <laughs> oh shit, I went so much older, but you ran you ran the <laughs> other direction. <laughs> Way back. <laughs> I'm saying it was still legal. Okay. It was right. just like awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Like, I don't did, know. I might have told you the story before. Did remember, you maybe. meet his parents? <laughs> uh, did did he I die? His, I met his roommates. I met his roommates. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. That's actually so much sadder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> in a weirder yeah. way. And I'm like a grown ass adult at this point, too, I feel like. 
So I go over to his house and he's like, I made dinner and it was literally spaghetti. Like, <laughs> and it wasn't like he made the sauce from scratch. It was like, he was like, you like pray. And it's not Rouse either. You know it's not Rouse. Yeah. So you like Prego, right? You like Prego? Okay. Veggies, veggies. That's like my shame meal, not a meal I need you to make for me. That is how, that is the meal that I know when I'm eating it. Oh, I'm not doing well. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay. I gotta take a day off. Okay. I'm not doing well. I'm pretty good, so right? Right. I need a Oh, <laughs> so, I, this is, I should preface this by saying this. This should have been my clue. He asked me to bring wine over. Oh, and I was like, oh, he just wants me to bring a refreshment. Yeah. No, no, no. Or he legally can't 20. buy it. And I was like, 23, 24, 25 ish at this time. And I was like, I'm dating a child. Oh so I I go over to his house. We have spaghetti, and it's like a child. I literally feel like I'm at a like, child's table. Is it spaghettios? Like what is it? Are you, are you spelling it's shapes? In it? I mean, it's a little mushy spaghetti. Clearly, no one's made spaghetti in this household. No. Themselves at this point. Oh my and so God. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, it. okay, this is uncomfortable. So that's the first date. Nothing happens. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Keep the wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> so I go back to my house and I'm living with another couple at the time. I long story short, I moved in with a girl. She ended up moving her boyfriend in. It was a weird situation. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, uh, this guy's coming over. Um, You're seeing him again? I see him one more time. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you. That yeah. one's on you. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. that early 20s it. spirit and energy where you're Woo. like, I think, I think I'm just almost to the top of this hill. And when I get to the top, things young. will be okay. Young, My rubric right now is are you more interesting than frozen pierogies I have? <laughs> And I'm gonna fucking Hold pull this trigger I'm at any a, moment. I'm getting a pull up right now. So <laughs> okay. Oh, I love pierogies. <laughs> I hope it's understood. This is this is not anti pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> I want you. It is actually a bar so high. I thought about putting other things in my freezer. <laughs> It's good. good stuff. It's good stuff. We the mostly go to like street fairs for pierogies. So I'm not a Grant needs this. to come with you. I think you can be a thruple with us. It's Sean doesn't it's need fine. to come. It's fine. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So I go on like a quote unquote second date with this guy because he's like, "Hey, can I come over to your house this time?" I'm like, mm. "Okay, I guess, sure." So I warned my roommates, and here's where I get very embarrassed. Oh no! Is he shows up with a woman who's in her, like her mid forties? His mother? Nope. Worse. Uh, she shows up with a little black kit, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? She's gonna on sell you knives? Oh I didn't God. like that. <laughs> So he's like, yeah, like, thanks for having me over. This is so great. And I've already told my roommates about this. I'm like, this guy's a little young. I bought him wine, I think. I did something illegal the other night. I don't know. But, like, like everyone deserves a second chance. Also, my, I don't think my boyfriend's ever heard this story. So he's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the pierogies. <laughs> pierogies for life. I love it. He's just proud of so, me. So a whole committee is at your front door. Yes. Yes. So 
there's <laughs> my product. female roommate, my male roommate, and the dog that lives there. And then also this guy and a middle-aged woman with a black case. And I'm like... Oh, case? Huh? Not and at also, all what I thought you said at first. No, no, no. <laughs> I should say also, this is all happening. Everyone's in the same room. This isn't like, let's come in my room and be private about this. This is like, my roommates are like, <laughs> yeah, I would too, though. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I need to know what the fuck yeah. they're doing. Like, you can already hear that da dum, like, <laughs> exactly. So then she proceeds to open up the case, and I'm like, she's got a shit ton of makeup. Oh! My oh, fucking god! I completely <laughs> forgot we were talking about LML, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, this motherfucker was selling Mary Kay and was trying to make me spaghetti dinners to get me to buy makeup for him because I did makeup on a photo shoot with him. <laughs> so, wait, was he himself the Mary Kay agent? He was like kind of the. Mary Kay pimp, I would say. <laughs> she was like the bait. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's a better way to say it. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, a. <laughs> that's day number two. Maya, guys. can I ask you just a little private moment between you and I? Let's, for, let's forget the word for a second. What was more shocking tonight? Lee's grandpa dying or this fucking story? <laughs> 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 Let us know uh, in the poll. His name is Robert Paulson. Me and Jess talk almost exclusively about true crime whenever we get together. It's like, what documentaries have you watched in the two months How since I've seen you? How many murders are you interested yeah, in? Yeah, so we right actually is my answer. I'm, I'm speaking to like four resilient bitches in this audience right now. When you realize that this date isn't going to go on further, and him and the MLM... Mary yes. Kay. When you, her name when, is Jennifer. When by Jennifer, the way. Needs a hook when up. Jennifer and him <laughs> leave, scrubs are great. Do you realize before they leave or after they leave that this dinner for two is now just for you? Because that is how <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, wait, what? All the raviolis for me. Get out! Get out! Get out right now! <laughs> the best part was absolutely when they what I left. Do. I was like, I sat there for like an hour and a half, going over different like blue eyeshadows, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I don't have money for any of those. <laughs> just graduated cosmetology yeah. school too, and then they leave, and my roommates are like. <laughs> <laughs> How is your date with your 20-year-old? <laughs> Fuck you guys, okay? So yeah, this is a traumatizing that? experience. And then you ghosted them. And then I, I ghosted everyone. I love that. Yeah, and that's they, they don't even know where I am now, yeah. so it's This one needs a round of applause. Yeah, that, was good. that was really good. I love Cheers that. Cheers to Cheers. Or something. Cheers. I don't know. I don't have a Cheers to surviving. Please give it up for my dear friend, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley once texted me how much she loved the Mary Shelley episode. Oh, while I was live texting yes, it. <laughs> while Maya and I were recording another episode, I was like, hold on real quick. And we've talked about this before, where I got to kind of look at it now at an angle, where I was like, oh, hold on. Uh, some of the good stuff about Mary Shelley. Here's the thing. When you get to a certain age, if you stare directly at the lights coming back at the phone, it's kind of hard to see. But if you kind of get it, don't you dare start nodding. But if you kind of get it from the side, then the lights kind of going up, but you can still see the so, your, your mom was right, is what I'm trying to say. So the context is, 
Grant unexpectedly hit on, hit on a very niche interest of this English teacher. <laughs> and uh, did I text him to say, like, I will talk about Lord yes. Byron with you for hours Correct. if you want to. I absolutely did. Also, last little teacher bit before we hear the story. Yeah. Uh, before we started any part of the night, I did what all veteran teachers <laughs> know to do, which is they go up to the kid who you know their work is ready, but they're maybe <laughs> not the first one to volunteer. And I was like, hey, Ashley, <laughs> if we need a volunteer and yep. no one volunteers, I'm gonna go ahead and warm call on you. So this is you, about seven minutes. And, and you also- Be ready, that was four hours ago. You also know <laughs> I'm game because I am another speech coach. Yes, I'm not alone. And I have enough of a professional reputation to get them outside. So- This is true. This theme of the evening is ghosted. Yes. And this theme to wrap up our audience stories is a moment in which you absolutely should, should have ghosted, have ghosted oh. but- Didn't. I am another person who believes in communication. And um, I do not want to put more ghosting energy out into the universe because I'm sick and tired of getting it back. Sure, but then you went on this date. Then this date happened. And then uh, I realized I should have. Um, so we'll get there. Um, so, Grant and I have been commiserating about being in the dating scene 100%. for. I re-entered the dating scene we don't a year ago. Any, I re-entered the dating scene We don't need to put ago. any timelines on um, it. Your ex <laughs> ate with his mouth open. I'm sorry, it's the only memory I have. There I'm were like, a lot of things I'm that like, happened. we need that ballot. And he's like, oh yeah, bom, bom, bom. And, and, and you can just, it's just mayo, we mayo, were, mayo. <laughs> we were desperate, Grant. There were times in which he was nice. And it's much like a horse, as long as they're not eating or you need them, then they're nice. Correct. Okay, so. <laughs> we re-entered the dating scene about a year ago, and so I jumped full force into it, being like, you know what, I'm getting out there, I'm gonna like say yes to people that I maybe wouldn't have said yes to normally. Like, I'm gonna go explore. I have to figure out what I want. Dear listener, you can't see it, but about 80% of our audience just started going, yep. Mm -hmm. been there. Uh, you have also probably been there, dear listener, and that is, I just figured, no standards. What would that be like? What if I just I, had no rubric at all? Excuse me, I still had standards. I just <laughs> maybe fudged some red flags early on. Oh, um, <laughs> so, um, Grant has heard this story before. I love this story, though. Grant has stopped other conversations <laughs> with people to rejoin the story before. Ancient um, speech coach who is taking up my time. I'm sorry, I'm going to get back to you. I need Ashley's to go about to tell a new person this story. <laughs> um, let's just say that a bunch of the older speech coaches uh, are worried about me after this story. <laughs> it doesn't frame you well. Uh, no, um, I promise I have better judgment than this and a lot of it happened I, I was working with very limited information going into this date. So uh, I was very active on Hinge and Match with this guy on Hinge. Um, and I had a prompt on my Hinge profile at that time that was like, my voice prompt was, um, I know the best spot in town to relive your scholastic book fair dreams with a cocktail in your hand. 
I'm sorry. See, we have our audience. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, They're, where? Phones are out right now. Phones are so out. he responded to that, and he was like, I need to know where this place is. So I'm like, okay, this is one. This might be one of my people. Uh, and I tell him it's Book Bar, and uh, unfortunately, Book Bar Book Bar is no longer with us, it's and it's. We'll get to that because that factors into the story a little bit later. Um, and <laughs> so I tell him it's book bar and he goes, oh, we should go. And like, we've planned a date much faster than I am used to planning yeah. dates on an app. I'm just like going for it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Gay speed, but you get up and naked. I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we're talking and like, we're trying to figure out a time to do this. I like saw, like I looked at part of his profile. Did I screenshot parts of it to send to my friends and be like, yes, what are did. the odds that this man participates in LARP experience? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer from my best friends was like 97%. Mm. Uh, and I said, I can work with that as long as I'm not expected to also participate. Honestly, to find something like a hobby is so rare these days <laughs> that like, oh, you do something on Sundays? Fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I don't have to talk to you on Sundays? No. You right. do something on Saturdays, go Bro, occupy yourself so while I am at speech So what tournament. you need to understand is about me and 35 high school age children are going to be at a high school for about 14 hours. Yep. And then seven years later, you're going to hire one of them yep. to videography. <laughs> and you're you're you. but in, no. so, um, <laughs> Daniel's like, why you, am Daniel. I still here? <laughs> Just so appreciate you too. You're a good assistant. <laughs> so we set up a date to go to book bar. He goes, let's go to book bar. I'm like, great. They literally close next week. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, my last experience of book bar is this experience oh. of book bar. <laughs> and um, <laughs> all of these people who have never heard of this place once are like, no! Again, I can't reiterate enough. We we killed someone on this stage tonight. Did not get that kind of sympathy. <laughs> Grant, I have a question for you. Of course. Should I sidebar the improv story or postscript the improv post story? Postscript the improv. Okay, story. I will postscript the improv story. Um, so <laughs> we meet at Book Bar. Um, I realize in getting like going to this date, but like I've looked at his profile. I'm like, oh, you don't have your job listed mm -hmm. okay and he's like a couple of years younger than me um uh, but i'm like whatever again exploring <laughs> um and so i get to book bar the shelves are nearly bare Aww. um and i was really looking forward to this one particular cocktail the uh, cheshire cat cocktail was like <laughs> my favorite at this bar, uh, book bar That's what I mean. and I'm they sorry. sounds great but it was so good. Uh, they had run out of the ingredients for it. So, so this was a like, horrible last experience. So I find him in the sex and um, he introduces himself to me. And uh, like, stacks like the stacks. Okay, stacks. I'm also a library person. The bookshelves full of books, but they're like mostly empty at this point. Um, so if we like so. introduce each other, like introduce ourselves, because like this is our first time meeting in person. And um, he mentions to me like, oh, as soon as I saw that you were a speech and debate coach, I knew we'd get along. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, shit. They have not yet gotten along. <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been time yet. Right. And this changes quickly. Uh, so I'm like, all 
why? And he goes, well, I did Lincoln Douglas and extemporaneous speaking That's where we make school. finance bros, if you want to know where they come from. Or libertarians. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, which comes back into play a little bit later. Um, so I'm like, oh? Are you local to Denver? And he goes, yeah, I went to insert local high school name right. here. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> we're like maybe 10 minutes into meeting. Like we've gone to the counter, we've ordered our drinks. He is baffled by the concept of a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> he thought they were eclairs. So he's pretty anti-Italian. That's really interesting <laughs> and, uh, in this climate. <laughs> Italian, Greek, and Scottish here, so I'm like, cannolis are not revolutionary, but okay. Um, I order, because they don't have the Cheshire Cat cocktail available anymore, I order a Margarita Atwood, oh. uh, which was oh, a margarita, yeah. uh, and he ordered a hot chocolate. <laughs> On a date? The man is 30. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. Someone oh. in the audience just shouted, just leave. So accurate. So, we sit down, we continue talking. We're like 10 minutes into the date, and I realize he's switched accents at least twice already. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. What do you mean he switched accents, Ashley? Oh, uh, at one point, it was kind of like when I mentioned that cannolis were Italian, he then went into an Italian accent. <laughs> uh, at one point, he like shifts into a French accent. It was. A lot. Is it Tyler? Are you on a date? Tyler? <laughs> I have not met Tyler in person until this, this evening. He's like, I can do a French accent because so, I can speak French. Like, so no. No, no, no. <laughs> so no, not Tyler. Um, so we're sitting there, like we're talking. Um, he And as soon as he said that he did Lincoln Douglas debate next temp, I was Huge like... Huge red flag. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, because I immediately saw him as the 16-year-old debate boy that I imagined him to be. To right. be like, oh, we think we're smarter than we mm. actually are. Mm. And as a debate coach who teaches the teenagers what they do in debate, <laughs> I see through that act immediately. Right. Um, so we're like having this conversation. And I'm trying to give him a chance. And uh, I mentioned, I'm like, hey, so what do you do for work? You had said you taught night classes as we were trying to arrange a time for this date. So like, what do you do? And he goes, well, I know you're a teacher and this tends to be a deal breaker for people. Because he but... hasn't hit one yet, but this is his first one. <laughs> I mean, like, so we've know. got one tally in the, in the You have at least one right tally. At least an one Italian right now. Um, <laughs> and then he picks up the book that he pulled off of the shelf, and he's like, well, I'm really into, like, reading people. And it was, like... <sighs> was it Jordan so... Peterson? <laughs> that would have probably been a better red flag than what he drops on me next. Okay. But the next thing that he says to me is, so I'm a gun dealer. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm immediately no. like, no. leaning back. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Super casual. Have you ever wanted to be your own bros in a dynamic industry with lots of opportunity for growth? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'll make Excuse me, as I'm like leaning away You're from chugging him. your Margaret Atwood as you uh, Margarita Atwood. Thank right, you. Margarita Atwood. Uh, and so uh, then he 
explains that like he uh, teaches gun safety classes and he sells guns and like all of this stuff. And I'm so just like, so you're both teachers. That's so important to have. Uh, not uh, the same, Brett. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. And then like, okay, this is maybe 20 minutes in a date. And then he asked me if I could guess his political affiliation. Based on I can, this. I don't want to. And, um, I was being generous and I said, maybe a liberal learning leaning libertarian <laughs> and he was offended by that <laughs> um and so i'm just like oh god like sorry i know this is an audio uh, <laughs> format ashley has sparkles in her hair <laughs> like uh, woven into her hair she has sparkles. here's what i'm looking for in a future partner they have to understand and appreciate the whimsy that i bring to the table and this man it wasn't easy <laughs> that he was bringing to the table. Um, so we like, I'm like, I don't know how I can find an out because I literally mm. drove from Aurora to Tennyson yeah. for this date. Like it was a 45 minute drive, and I'm like, I, get, I can't, you guys can't find see an this, out. But the number of times this <laughs> evening we've gotten such understanding <laughs> faces from our audience, people go, I get it. You had yeah. to at least do as long as the drive was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I try to like humor the conversation sure. a little bit more, and then uh, he decides to order a second hot chocolate. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I'm like, he's drinking hot chocolate this entire time. I'm like, shit, I'm stuck here for a while again. Uh, and so then, like, conversation's sort of rolling a little bit more. We're talking about, like, me coaching debate and, like, right. all that stuff because he was a debate kid, so he thinks he knows what coaching's like, and he doesn't. And then he drops on me this bombshell. I bet you didn't realize you're on a date with a Russian war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Who sells guns? Who sells oh, guns? Of you. <laughs> You've already ruined Book Park. Can't I leave? <laughs> Book Park closes in four days. I'm never coming back. This is my last experience here. And it was like my mecca because it was cocktails and books and it was glorious. Um, so I'm like, tell me this story. Like, I I need a good story out sure. of this. Like already got one with the gun dealer one but i'm just like please stop <laughs> okay go uh long story short he was born in russia his fa like family saw like move immigrated to yugoslavia because famous for stability <laughs> well and this is like in 1998 so like right before they were the last shit citizens the fan of yugoslavia in yugoslavia uh, because his parents saw compulsory military service on his horizon right. so they moved to yugoslavia then they have to immigrate back to russia and then ends up in colorado by way of california and here we are now and uh, i know his debate coach from <laughs> high school <laughs> and that's all i can think of is you're on a date with like kevin or marty <laughs> oh my god um it wasn't kevin or no marty. i know i'm uh, trying to just put out generic yeah. names of friends that we so love. it was just like oh my god okay um so like if I separated this story and then he ends up getting like in his late tw late teens, early 20s, he has to go back to Russia because his grandfather died and uh, gets to take 
by the Russian government because he was considered a draft dodger. <laughs> and uh, then brags about his grandmother's apartment being raided multiple times <laughs> as they searched for him. And I'm like, this is not something you brag about. Uh, so I find my way to like, Make my exit. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? It's when it's a school night. I, I have a 7:15 a.m. meeting tomorrow. I gotta go. Mm -hmm. Great meeting you. Um, yeah. So I should have left it at that. I just should have never reached oh, out. No. But again, I do not want to. I've never heard a more posh title. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get tomatoes from? <laughs> Part of my commitment in the dating experience is like, I don't want to put ghosting energy out there into the universe, but now I realize like this would have been the right time. Well, also, if he tells you his coach, and then, then that's ruined a relationship you have with Oh, I don't think he's in no, contact with yeah, his no, coach no. anymore. Uh, so I, um, I wait several days, and I'm like, like, I'm like, how do I tell this man that like, I don't want to see him again. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Good right. luck to you. Hope you find your, your equally as weird person. <laughs> I'm not that person. Um, and I am literally at national qualifiers. <laughs> A super easy breezy cover girl, no stress tournament at all. Not at all. Um, and my sister is there judging. <laughs> and my best friend is there judging. And I literally pull them aside during the dinner break. And I'm like, so this date happened on Wednesday. <laughs> and I need to figure out how to tell this guy, like, thanks, but no thanks. Um, because generally, men don't take it well when you say, like, thanks, but no thanks. Um, so uh, I ended up just texting him, like, hey, it was like, like also, fortunate foresight from my part. I had not given him my number, so we had mm. only exchanged messages over Hinge. Crucial. And so um, <laughs> I message him on Hinge, and I'm just like, hey, it was nice meeting you, but I, like, don't see this progressing past that. Right. Wish you the best. And his immediate, like, literally within two minutes oh. response was, howdy, I kind of saw this message coming. And I'm just like, okay, fine. Uh, but also, howdy. <laughs> so, a couple of weeks later, I'm sharing this story with other debate coaches. We have nothing to do but gossip, and we're <sighs> really good at telling stories. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one of our colleagues at another school, right. I, she looks at me, and she goes, was his name? Such and such. Blank. Right. And I said... Yes. And she goes, I remember him <laughs> from like 10 years ago. And she goes, he was fucking weird. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you for validating this. <laughs> so then the postscript to all of this is um, there is a very lovely improv show that happens on South Broadway every Saturday at like 8 p.m. Um, I will plug this little improv theater because it's delightful. It's Chaos Bloom Theater. Um, they have an 8 p.m. Saturday show called Relationship. And mm -hmm. they take mm -hmm. stories from the audience and make them into improv sketches. Oh, wow. So I was trying to wrangle my dear friend Grant <laughs> to come one night because I'm like, this must be ticket. told. What can I say? Shut at up. The improv show. <laughs> Needless to say, Grant ghosted me that night. <laughs> uh, listen, if I... Still listen, love him, though. No. If, if, 
So there's a difference between canceling and ghosting. <laughs> and if I ghosted, that means it went really well the earlier part of that night. And yeah. sorry, I love you. <laughs> That's a, what month is this? Oh, it was after your national qualifying tournament. Yeah. You, met us up, you met me for a drink oh, after it's after. It's February. Okay. Yeah. It was oh, no, so it's early March. <laughs> it's early March. I don't regret anything, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I want you to know that um, for the record. So it's just me and my best friend, Keely, that go to this improv show. <laughs> and I'm just like, I am committed to telling this story. So I vault, like, my hand is the first one up in the air to be like, I have a fucking weird dating story to share. They give me the mic. I regale them with the story. The improv people did not believe me. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was making this up. <laughs> Keely takes, my friend of 22 years, takes the mic from my hand and she goes, she is not making this up. <laughs> she is not creative enough to make this up. Actually, really annoying. All right, first of all, <laughs> fuck you. I respect it. It was honest. Like, I'm not good at just coming up with stories. Uh, and let me just say, uh, I've never been to the show that got as many laughs as my story Aww. did when they recreated it. Hell yeah. So um, this is the lesson that, like, maybe sometimes ghosting is the right answer. Oh yeah. And uh, I have carried that forward because this is almost no. a year ago. <laughs> Can I also share only for Russian war criminal gun dealers. Can I also share real quick, us educators, when we get the weird kid, we know. We and know. then we spend all all every second we have pushing them away from whatever they are <laughs> as hard and as fast as possible. Like, and it's like, sweetie, and, this is for your own good. And I'm not able to say any names because some of the people here in this audience tonight were on my own speech and debate team with this child. <laughs> but I, at one point this child's senior year, I had coworkers come up to me and they're like, hey, is so-and-so on your speech and debate team? And I was like, yeah, for your senior, really proud of them. Again, They've keeping grown it anonymous. And they go, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we were like, this person's either gay or spent a lot of time with Thomas. <laughs> Let's figure out what it is. So we're yeah. trying, we are absolutely trying our best. And like a libertarian that's like fine with gay people is sometimes four years of work. So that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. So like, but the fact that another coach 10 years later, who, he didn't even belong to this person. <laughs> they were just like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. He was weird. <laughs> Let's give it a freshly. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I was gonna do an actual true crime story because there's a lot of them where people like just fucking dip after they do a crime, and then it got really dark, <laughs> and then I was like, mm, that might not be good for a live show. And so I went back to the drawing board and went into history and was like, fuck, I'm gonna have to do another World War II story. Mm. Oh. So we're doing another World War II story. Ask me the question, Maya. Ask me the question. I have lead up, okay? <laughs> so Grant, first bullet point. Okay. <laughs> Join me we for We love a to write that in the notes. We're like, so, Are comma, you going to let me tell Maya. the story or not? Yeah, probably. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Join me for a moment as we're going to go back to World War II in early March 1945. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. We're high up in the American forces, so we kind of know all the background, sure. all the special secret stuff. We've discovered Dachau. Yes. And we're planning our moves to take more of Germany at this right. time. Hitler's Reich is on the verge of total collapse. Our current goal is to take Ruhr, 
R-U-H-R. The Ruhr Valley. Ruhr Valley. Yeah. Uh, it's an industrial center in Western Germany. There's one problem though, which is the Rhine River. Right. Yes, uh, which stands in the way. And the Rhine River has served as like a natural defense to protect um, what is now Germany from invasions from the West back all the way to when it was Rome. So this has been like a very, it's a huge river. I think on average, it's like over a thousand feet in right. width across. And so it's been like a huge natural fortress almost. And Germany's defenses along the Rhine have remained super strong despite the downfall of the rest of Germany's regime. Um, so we, the American, British and uh, French. French forces, <laughs> proud to be, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll take one grande ice latte, oat milk, oat. Como se dice oat in Prague. <laughs> so we currently occupy most of what's west of the Rhine. So our goal is to move east of the Rhine. France. However, that means we have to cross the Rhine, which is this massive river. So obviously that means we're gonna have to go like underwater. We're gonna have to find a natural crossing, which is gonna be very well defended. And so it's a huge logistical kind of nightmare. Um, okay, so we need some help yeah. to get across this river. Okay. Do you know what helps us? Who helps us? Who helps us? Okay, there's like a bunch of different thoughts in my head. One, American forces discover a nearly intact bridge that Nazi engineers failed to blow up. So there's like potentially that. Mm -hmm. There's also uh, the help of like, um, like French resistant forces. But most importantly, there's this engineer who's figured out how to build a bridge in like three hours using a bunch of floating boats. So I don't know where I'm Those supposed to Those are all great answers. Those are Thank all not you. what I'm looking for. You heard for. it. Great answers. You heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> this was a suggestion from Casey, actually, that I ignored the first time around. Traitor. And did, <laughs> did pirates instead. Um, so what actually helps us is Operation Fierzen. Mm. Does that ring any bells? No, it doesn't. I found something about World War II that Grant doesn't That's actually know. really, really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> have I told you this? I have a dating rule that, like, at this stage in my life, if I meet a guy who's still really into World War II, it's code for Nazis. Um, and it's almost never the side you want them to be on. And so I've like kind of really faded away from World War II. I'm really into like the last generation of World War One. F. Scott Fitzgerald, Hemingway, things like that. I'm interesting. Um, I so have I've a got, story. Uh, oh. Nazis bad. Anyways, go ahead. You're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Operation Fierzen is operated by the 23rd Headquarters Special Troops. Does that mean anything to you? Is this the Monument Men? It's called the Ghost Army. No, no, the, no. What is this? So the Ghost Army doesn't actually ghost anyone, but they are a ghost <laughs> army. <laughs> Tyler's so, context fully. Tyler's enlisted. like they haven't ghosted anyone yet until <laughs> they meet me. <laughs> so the Ghost Army assists greatly, and even if you look up how we cross the Rhine River today, a lot of the primary resources that you find aren't going to mention the Ghost Army because they were entirely classified until like the late 80s and then they were reclassified again until like 1996. And so a lot of this information was not even ever public knowledge until 2022, I believe, when Biden officially like recognized them and gave them a congressional honor. There's only 10 of them that are still alive today. Whoa. And they all got like an incredible honor because they were part of this troop. 
So the ghost army assisted in this by creating the illusion of an entire other force that was, they- Oh shit, okay. They set okay. it okay. farther <laughs> south down the river and they had all of these kind of optical illusions to make it seem like there was this massive force that was gonna cross the river down there. And so they drew all of these German forces down there, which lightened the load up there. And so Grant was right. They did cross the river up there with this, the bridge that was already made. And there was um, their Russian like uh, prisoners of war built this bridge that right. actually like would not die. die. Right. Like the Germans tried to blow it up to keep the Americans from crossing and it wouldn't explode. Can I ask? Did this uh, ghost army take part in the D-Day landings? Yes. Okay, cool. All right, I got it. <laughs> Calais, right? It's all about him. I did it. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I was hoping it would fall off. Um, so they Remarkably did stable. <laughs> <laughs> they did this with phony convoys uh, hitting the road, spoof radio networks giving the impressions of major forces on the move. They had 600 inflatable tanks and artillery. They had fake sounds of military playing on large speakers, so fake like training exercises that were playing. Um, they actually began building a bridge to make it seem like they were going to try and cross the river, and so like they they tried to build a bridge. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if they actually finished it. Um, but crews uh, kept up the pretense of the artillery fire with flash canisters, which actually worked because it drew German fire over there, and they didn't really damage anything except for um, rubber tanks and then people were like running around like taping the holes in the tanks to like keep them, keep them up um, so they actually ran 20 deception campaigns during the final year of world war ii they had inflatable tanks jeeps artillery uh they had falsified radio dispatches they would like kind of intentionally leak things so that the germans would find them um these uh, ruses are said to have saved an estimated 15 to 30,000 Americans. Americans, like not even from other troops. They're known mostly for their efforts on D-Day and then this Operation Fierson. The force was small, only 1,023 men and 82 officers. And their tricks led the Germans to believe, like in the German kind of in their battle planning, they've looked back and the Germans thought they were about 40,000 people strong. Yeah, yeah so... Like I said, the records were reclassified again after the Smithsonian did an article. The government was like, okay, you guys can know about it. And then they're like, mm, sorry. I love Never the mind. British History Museum, which refuses to put British history in its museum. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like a great replacement to the Egypt section. <laughs> um, so they were made up of four units and they were primarily all like not fighting members. They were all artists, set designers, mm -hmm. some engineers and other creatives. They were, quote, more theatrical than military. Can I jump in here real yeah, quick? Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just like, listen, the army's already, like, pretty gay. <laughs> we know that. I'm not being offensive, because gay isn't wrong. And also, I've matched with far too many Marines. <laughs> but, like, uh, I couldn't imagine a gayer army than one that has to design set props as, like, part of there. And then, because, like, you know, I have, like, that ADD brain that, like, kind of, like, spins a little bit, and I jump all the way to the producers, and... The <laughs> 
the fake musical where they're like springtime for Hitler and there's like a there's Uma Thurman in a tank you know it's just legs in a tank that is I know that's not it I know oh that's God, not it net. yes exactly but and there's like a little bottom with like bleach blonde hair who has like a little Nazi cap that is how I envision I know that's not it I want I want to point out <laughs> I know that's not it, but that is what is in my brain. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, Nathan Lane fucking kills, absolutely. Um, here's another quote. It was like a traveling road show that went up and down the front lines impersonating the real fighting outfits. <laughs> they were... It's not all good. <laughs> They're also remembered as one of the smartest troops. Their average IQ was 119. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another quote, the adjustment from man of action to man of while was most difficult. Few realized at first that one could spend just as much energy pretending to fight as actually fighting. Um, here's a few of the like battalions and troops that were in it. The 603rd Camouflage Engineering Battalion Division, they created... 93-pound inflatable tanks that looked like the real thing from thousands of feet in the air. My favorite part about this is that they would camouflage them, but not well, <laughs> intentionally, so that they would get bombed by the Germans. <laughs> um, there was the 3132 Signal Service Company and the Signal Company Special which made the illusion of the tanks sound real with recordings of training exercises and construction. And they also sent out radio messages. There's the 406th Engineer Combat Company, which was like arguably the only like army part of this. They mm. like, they actually did perimeter security and construction and demolition, <laughs> which is as close as they came. Uh, here's a quote. It really did make a dent in the German planning. It kept them confused. It kept them off balance. The Germans fell for it terrifically. They saw groups of tanks and they heard people marching back and forth at night. They were so convinced that they sent over their jet plane bombers and fighters. And one of the members recalls learning how to construct fake planes and trucks out of wood, which they then camouflaged intentionally imperfectly to draw out the enemy aerial scouts. And now there's only 10 members of this force still alive in February 2022. Biden signed a bill granting these members the Congressional Gold Medal for their, quote, mm. unique and highly distinguished service in conduction deception operations. And that's that story. Can, let's first give a round of applause. Can I also say there's like a moment where you girl boss a little too hard and there's actually a Nazi army on the other side of the river. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> We got a bunch of stage makeup and an inflatable balloon. <laughs> they they would make real. tanks out of wood, and they ha they would like post posters of the 23rd Regiment in like the the towns, so it would seem like they were real. But then they would go into all the bars and be like, "No, it's it's not real. Like you're okay, you're okay, everything's fine." They're telling drunk locals, "It's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's made out of wood." <laughs> Um, okay, we're gonna pivot very briefly. Unless, do you have any final thoughts? Classicus, final thoughts. Please tell you. Okay, so <laughs> I, like Lee is literally shaking in the corner over there. <laughs> no, not Leland, not my ex. Good, thank you, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Boo! Get more tomatoes out. <laughs> All right, so uh, my story is... What? It's fine. 
My story is officially the only ghost story that we've shared on this entire series. Ironic, because you don't like believing ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts at all. <laughs> Me and Houdini, Sir Conan Arthur Doyle. Like, we are right or dies, it's a fake, okay? But it was ghosted, and I was like, well, I better do something about ghosts. <laughs> and so this is as close as I've gotten. And I was actually introduced to the story when I was like 10 or 11 years old because I was shocking no one really into the History Channel as a child. <laughs> but like back when it was World War II documentaries, again, when you hit my age and you're still watching them, Nazi. But at the time, I was just like a freak who had no friends. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but like, everyone knows now the History Channel is just ice road truckers. But there was a really. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's real. There, there was like ice road truckers, and then one show you build a house in Alaska, but they don't help. Like, I don't. It's so. It's weird. I don't know. But it's like there's a, there a really important like middle evolution stage between World War II documentary and Ice Road Truckers, and it was the History Channel series, Histories, Mysteries, which I loved. And that is when I discovered this story. Uh, Maya, because we always start off with a question, and y'all don't know it yet, because, oh, hold on, have we published Agatha Christie? We have. Yes, so yeah. you all do know about this one. Uh, Maya, <laughs> if I were to have a type of story that I like to share. Misrepresented woman in history. <laughs> yes. I have my answer, Steve Harvey. <laughs> I am a feminist. Okay, so what misunderstood woman lived in San Jose, California? That you've covered? No, that oh, I'm about to know. cover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Winchester was born. Has oh, it okay. ring a bell? Do you well, know? I know from Supernatural. So what am I about to talk about? I don't know. All I know is the name Winchester. What do I know from Supernatural? What do you know? Don't ask. Something about the Winchester house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cold. Today's today's sources are my sources are Wikipedia, House Beautiful, and Atlas Obscura because I'm going to shotgun story tell the story of the Winchester Mystery House oh, located in we had the same writing assignment. I'm gonna do better than I do this whole thing. Oh, well, same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the like continual bits on bits on bits. When we interacted with Danny and Tyler in Munich for the first time, we were so deep into our own fucking insanity. <laughs> I was going like, now add a cricket. And Maya was like running through traffic laughing. <laughs> we had a tie. Anyways, okay. So, Sarah Winchester was born in New Haven where she was part of East Coast society. In 1862, she married a person who she'd get her last name from, William Witt Winchester. www.winchester.com <laughs> So, for those of you who haven't pieced it all together yet, William Witt Winchester, he's famous for the Winchester rifle, which murdered a bunch of people. Um, so what's been fun about though, so it was the Winchester Repeating Arms Company, and what was fun is you could shoot someone and then just pull down and then pull back up and it would have reloaded, as opposed to like the... <laughs> I can't believe you cheated on my wife! Hold on just one second! It's quicker to make a gin fizz than it is to reload, but and then the Winchester Rival Company comes around. 
And so what you need to know about Wynne, about Sarah Winchester, is two really crucial things. She marries into wealth, and then he dies 19 years later. So she gets him a bunch of money. Correct. And also, because I love a theme. I don't know what's going to happen when you force me to leave the 1920s. Um, Never going to happen. But in the, uh, <laughs> like in like 1884, when her mom, stepmom, grandfather, husband, and infant child dies, but she also inherits nearly 50 million million dollars <laughs> she goes to a meeting <laughs> she, Houdini's like no uh, listen listen I searched Sarah Winchester Sir Conan Arthur Doyle I looked for the connection the writer of Sherlock Holmes who also fully believed you could communicate with the dead and at no point proved that <laughs> anyways <laughs> so she uh, she goes apparently to a Boston median who tells her a couple things First, uh, you gotta get out of town. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta fucking go to San Jose. You gotta get out of here. Second, everyone who's ever been killed by a Winchester rifle hates you and is haunting you. Third, when you get to the West, all those ghosts all around you, you gotta build a weird house. And that weird house will keep you safe. I and so Sarah Winchester travels to the West. She sets up a home in San Jose, California and begins a reconstruction on like a four-room farmhouse that will go on for her entire life and when she dies, feature gold plating, two ballrooms, and like a chandelier everywhere. Much like my sister's changing room in Nebraska. <laughs> That's such a deep cup reference, four people get it. Anyways, so she goes off and builds Winchester House in San Jose, California and Winchester House is nuts. You can absolutely go visit it. There's a bunch of windows that when you open them, just a wall. There's a bunch of staircases that go straight up into the ceiling. There's a bunch of, there's a trap door you can open and it's just a 40 foot drop down below. <laughs> there's a cabinet that when you open the cabinet, there are 30 rooms behind it. It's an insane place to be because Sarah Winchester was under the belief that by building a house that didn't make any sense, the ghost could not reach her. And she could take like a crazy path throughout and her own home is so complicated that it was impossible for anyone to reach her. And she was a deeply devout spiritualist and no one could ever really get a hold of her. And when she died, her home was still under construction and she'd been spending the Winchester rifle fortune on like confusing these ghosts. And today you can travel to San Jose, California and that is the version of events that they will tell you as they collect your money. That's actually not the truth. And so the second half of this episode of Ghosted is the misunderstood. <laughs> I know, I, you couldn't be, you couldn't think I was actually gonna do a ghost episode. Did you think I was really gonna? And so tonight we have Sarah Winchester, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Exactly. No, okay. So there's several things you need to know about Sarah Winchester. First and foremost, there is no record at all 
of the median she visited in Boston. The name's like well recorded. At no point is there a median in Boston by the name of the person she supposedly talked to. There's also literally zero literary transcript or any record at all of her talking about ghosts or of her intentionally trying to hide from the ghosts <laughs> or anything like that. So you're telling me that she actually had no reason and just built a no, crazy what ass happened, house. What, what happened was everyone died, she got a lot of money, and she bought a shithole and flipped it. That's like, <laughs> that is legitimately- Lydia, Lydia, <laughs> you can do better. She moves to San Jose, she starts flipping this home. So she's known as a recluse, and that's like another cool crazy lady. She lost all her teeth to gingivitis. And so she didn't want anyone to see her. And also all of her stairs are really shallow because she had like debilitating arthritis and could not lift her legs up. And oh, also all the like crazy windows that lead to nothing is, yeah, she kept building because her father was an architect and a carpenter, and she had grown up with a love of like home design. And so she built the home and then she just built another thing. And that meant eventually after a while, you like paneled in a window to like build something else. And so all of these things can be understood. Like the, the room that had a trap door that would then drop down was a greenhouse and she built her own like drainage system if it like flooded and all of that makes sense but you're like what about 40 this? foot drop yes 100 percent for drainage well it's i mean yeah if you wanted a greenhouse on the fourth address the thing that's hardest for her to beat the rap that's hardest for her to beat is the staircase that leads directly into the ceiling yeah. those of us who are familiar with it are familiar with that photo specifically history's mysteries fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about that staircase. It leads from the fourth to the fifth floor in a house that used to have seven floors. <laughs> there was a terrible earthquake in like 1904 that collapsed the first three floors. And Sarah Winchester never bothered to reconstruct it. <laughs> so all of the staircases are just to the second half of the house. But she was like, fuck that anyway. <laughs> She's like, I can't even fucking walk up those steps anyways. Again, debilitating arthritis. <laughs> and so what's so funny is that uh, the Sarah Winchester, the Winchester house paved is like, Ooh, come check out our like, haunted mansion. And then Atlas Obscura, which is clearly like a tourist website for haunted places, doesn't talk anything about the ghost, but it's like Sarah Winchester, wealthy old lady, have fun. And then, <laughs> and then Wikipedia was like, she was wrong. Y'all are assholes. <laughs> like Wikipedia is so insanely hostile about all of the rumors that are spread about Sarah Winchester. She was an old lady who didn't show her face in public because it didn't have any teeth and just loved architecture because it reminded her of her great of her father. And remember, everyone's dead. And also <laughs> she has essentially an unlimited amount of money. If you want to go to the Winchester house today, which will cost you about $23.99, <laughs> you can walk around and experience kind of like a disorienting house. That is disorienting <laughs> when you remember that it was four rooms when she bought it and that three of the floors collapsed in on themselves. But if you suspend that and you want to believe in ghosts, 
people have experienced ghost sightings there before, much in the same way I've been hungry at 3 p.m. Kind of like, you know what I... You know, it's like, oh, like, it's chilly out. I need to pee. Like, I don't know. You know, like, like of course, you, you wanted to see a ghost, and that's great. The thing is, people believe Sarah Winchester still haunts the mansion, and the people who are most mad about that are also dead. Uh, <laughs> because Sarah Winchester left in her will like a sizable fortune for all of the people who worked at her house, all of whom officially talked to newspapers at the time who were like, y'all were mean to her, and that's why she wasn't out in public, and she was a really nice lady, and at no point did she hold seances or believe in ghosts, and she cared about us deeply enough to like take care of our retirements. And the newspaper heard that and said, <laughs> dumb horse. Sweet baby. <laughs> and he will come to say to say then. <laughs> in fact, in 1897, and this is the last detail, in 1897, the San Jose newspaper ran an article defending Sarah Winchester, who said, listen, this is legitimately from the article. They were like, if we're going to poke fun at every rich person with weird hobbies, why would anyone want to move to San Jose? <laughs> <laughs> and that is such an ironclad defense of Sandra Winchester, but I think we can officially leave it there. So go to San Jose, give them their money, but remember Sarah Winchester was just a woman who didn't give a shit about arms deals. and loved architecture. <laughs> Guys, thank I you for coming that. on. Yeah. Welcome back. Hi. We hope you enjoyed that live episode. <laughs> oh, we recorded that little intro you heard three hours ago. Yeah, for us, that was about 60 seconds ago. But we hope you had a great three hours in between. <laughs> uh, yeah, our next theme, since we didn't announce it at the live show, <laughs> is... Influential Secrets. Da -da -da -da. Okay. Uh, well, if you want to find us on social media, we're at Well I Laughed on basically everything. If you want to give us an email, we're at wellilaughedpod at gmail.com. And if you would love to support us, we mm -hmm. would love to have you. We have a little Discord and a great little community, and it's Well I Laughed Podcast. It's a lot of fun. The content is increasingly unhinged, mm -hmm. and it's there that we get to talk about things like the relaunch of our merch store, um, other cool special events, and things like that. So we would love to have you guys join us there. But until then, we really do hope at some point you laughed. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>